Cause I love you, 
Ooh, wow, that's my luck. I'm thinking I want seven kids, a dog, a pickup truck. Made for good fishing. I'm wishing all on a holy flow that you will play Beyonce and call me daddy ho. 
while up in my soul like the bubble on a night shoe. Girl, I might wipe you. Move your decimals in your bank account, change your life too. The fourth finger on your left hand needs some ice too. All we need is some vows of preaching and the Bible.
prospect in the nation is looking to steal an away game in front of this tough crowd and take his team to the state championship but looking at the way this guy's been playing in his last few games I don't see how he's ranked amongst the best let's just hope he doesn't lose any of those scholarships Man, 
I see you taking the pic wow. Then you post it up thinking that it's making me sick <laughs> I see you calling, I be making the quick I'ma answer that shit like I don't fuck with you Bitch, I got no feelings to go I swear I had it up to here, I got no feelings to go I mean for real, fuck how you feel Fuck it too, since if it ain't going towards the bill Yeah, and every day I wake up celebrating shit Why? Cause I just dodged the bullet from a crazy bitch I stuck to my guns, that's what made me rich That's what put me on, that's what got me here That's what made me this And everything that I do is my first name These hoes chase bread, all oh, damn, she got a bird brain Ain't nothing but trilling me, Oh man, silly me I just bought a crib, three stories, that bitch a trilogy And you know I'm rolling weed and sucking up the ozone I got a bitch that text me, she ain't got no clothes on And then another one text me, yo ass next And I'ma text your ass back like I don't fuck with you You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little, you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things I'd rather fucking do than to be fucking with you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Got a million things on my mind, executive deals online, limited amount of time, chasing these dollar signs, and you ain't on your grind. You're liable to find me up in the MGM casino in the deep, deep. Fucking off Eddie, I could have put on property. From the base of the murder myth, my niggas put murder missions. She choosing, that's her decision. Free my niggas in prison. On the phone with a bitch who can't do shit for a pimp, but make a nigga hella rich. Got a blunt and my dental, blowing hemp and a rental on my way to Sacramento, late night, Arsenio. Arsenio. I'm never sentimental, go hard or go homeless, really hardly a chromeless, uh, you might end up domeless. Uh, I bet you she into me, her cheddar she giving me. I make a stand outside forever like the Statue of Liberty. Mm. Rest in pimp, pimp, sleep, underground king of the south. I raise my side phone up and pull some drink in my mouth. Oh. Why you always coming around with bad news? Bad news. Say you want me to win, but hope I lose. Hope I lose. I never rock with other niggas in the crew, crew. but them niggas cool. cool. It's just that. Bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Uh-uh. Maybe I do you fuck little, with him. Let me make sure my eyebrows don't fuck with you. I got a million trillion things I'd rather fucking do than to be fucking with you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. I got a new chick that I gotta thank God for. I got a new whip that I gotta thank the lot for. Yeah, I got a lot, but want a lot more. Yeah, we in the building, but I'm trying to take it to the top floor. I swear I hear some new bullshit every day I'm waking up. It seems like nowadays everybody breaking up. That shit could break it down if you lose a good girl. I guess you need a bad bitch to come around and make it up. I guess drama makes for the best content Everything got a bad side Even the conscience Now you drink it till you're unconscious Tell me when you get a fine bitch Don't forget to read the fine print Life got me meditating Like I'm in the Himalayas Keep the G with the L on me Like the elevator Yeah, I know that karma too real So I hope you doing cool But still stupid ass bitch I ain't fucking with you Little stupid ass I ain't fucking with you 
ain't fucking, I ain't, I ain't fucking with you, I ain't fucking with you.
Great day, great day, great day, everybody. This guru in. This is the, the Son of Man show, hosted by King Ellis and Noble Bodie. Noble Bodie will be on a little bit later. And uh, wanted to get it started up and say what's up to everybody joining us today. Great to have you with us. want to let y'all know the all-star lineup continues. On this strong beginning. All right. Yesterday, it is you want to archive the L's Holy Tablet Reloaded show. That was the Dijal. And Don went in on that. And so you want to make sure you archive that and download that Reloaded show. It's a great show and links in to all the other shows and the L's Holy Tablet shows that was on, on, that was live on Friday night. Also, today, you got the holy shit show that came on and got us started this early day and got us going. And now we're on the Son of Man show. And then right after this is the man of the hour. And then after the man of the hour at 9 p.m. tonight, we got the flashback show, the Don Nicoleone flashback show, which is the ancient history shows of Don, which are great shows, great hits all the time. How you thinking? How you laughing? Have you like, wow, what's up? <laughs> you know, comparing and listening to all the great hits that Don has done on WGAG Radio. So, yeah, hey, this is this is how you do your strong beginning. I want to give a shout-out to everybody who's joining us in the BTR chat room. We got J-Soul. What's up, J-Soul? Great to have you in with us. Got Nefertiti doing the double duty as always. What's up, Neff? And all the guests and all the callers that's on the line. Great to have you with us today. Great to have you with us. Also, in the after party, we got Nefertiti doing the streaming. What's up, Neff? Got Before Time Zero. What's up, Before Time? Great to have you in. Darkest Crayon joining us this day. What's up, Darkest Crayon? The baddest bitch in El Kaloom in the house, Don Nicoleone in the AP. What's up, baby? What's up, Don? Evil Antenaires. What's up, Evil? Good to have you in today, Evil. We got Kiki. What's up, Kiki? Great that you're joining us, Kiki. Mushmouth. What's up, Mushmouth? What's up? My baby love Leon on the switchboard, on the ones and twos, producing. What's up, baby love? Self-guided, SG. What's up, SG? Great to have you in. Trite Static in the house. What's up, Trite Static? And WRJ1, the administrator herself. What's up, J1? Great to have you in. Yeah, make sure y'all tune in to the flashback show tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one. You're going to enjoy that. Yeah, so, you know, I was, um, when we come on a Sunday, it always come bring to mind uh, how uh, the last uh, show we had, we were talking about uh, the, some of the religious aspects that, clamp on a person's mind as they're growing up in different religions. And religion is more than just the three monotheistic religions, but 
you know, as Don has mentioned, so many different other thought processes create religious aspects too. And then how Neff was talking about, you know, being in the sports. Sports was a religion. And when that was, when uh, Neff was starting up, when Don had Neff starting up, I remember he, she would be like, hey, you taking sports like Christianity, like a religion. And Neff would be like, oh, you know, you're right. <laughs> and she mentioned that last, uh, last show. And so many different things. Science has their religion. Um, business has their religion. There's so many different lines of religion where people try to keep their minds trapped in an imprisoned state. And only when you go past that and do it without emotion, that's when you reach past that point of mental imprisonment and morals, thinking that you got to hold yourself locked in to a certain set of rules. And you ask yourself, well, who made those rules to keep a person locked in? And a lot of them is targeted at the youth so that you can grow, so they can grow up in the rules and never be free from that imprisonment. And when we went into um, does religion breed ignorance, uh, Don had mentioned on the last show how those last few pages had freed her and, and where she, would, she could free her children from everything. And so I want to um, go over that question because that was like, it, it's a great link to everything, and it's, it's about the children now. And, you know, we could see different spells that might still be lodged in our head, you know, when doing that. And uh, I see we got Nefertiti on the line. Hey, Nef, what's up? What's Coming going in? on, what's Guru? Up, great day. Hey. Great day, Nef. Great day. Great what's to have going you. on? Indeed, it's a pleasure to be here. You know how we do, always ready, lock loaded and ready to go. So That's right. Indeed. That's right. <laughs> so on this uh on uh religion does religion breed ignorance, the last few pages. There was a question that was posed to Doctor York and it says, So how can we help the younger generation? This is all about the children now. So how can we help the younger generation? The answer you have to show the younger people that we love them by not subjecting them to the mental imprisonment that we put ourselves through. We sacrifice as answers to get to the point where we are now. That's what I've been saying for years. You are not going to have these kids walking around here in Vail because of the day and time we are living in. It is too dangerous. Not to mention that you deprive the kids of their right to freedom. We can release the pressure off the kids. Don't deprive them of the festivities of the country they are in. You can try to keep that fanatical anti-everything attitude by saying Christmas is about Nimrod and Babylonian. That's not why you're exempt. How many people knew that before how many people knew that before we or the plain truth or the Jehovah's Witnesses mentioned that? Let me read that one more time. How many people knew that before we or the plain truth or the Jehovah's Witnesses mentioned that? The only thing you knew was family came together, children got gifts, and that some guy is going to come through the chimney. You didn't care whether they were white or black. All you knew is that he was going to give you something. He was giving you free gifts. 
it was joyful and everyone would be singing. When it was Thanksgiving, you knew it was a turkey made and you went to a football game and you went ice skating or whatever you did. You came home wanting, waiting for the stuffing and the cranberry sauce, the white and the apple cider. All of that is beautiful if it makes you happy. And all of this is a part of American custom. Now, just stopping right there, um, the power of what what he's saying right there. When thinking about getting caught in religious attitudes, black power, stuck in black power and, and what you're not going to do in America, you know, stuck on religion. Like you mentioned, uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses. Now, that that was a good point how, you know, as witnesses is taught how Christmas and, and what it was and how it brought up and it went preaching on that, but you was deprived from that too. You was deprived from all the holidays, you know, saying it's the devil's shit. <laughs> and then when other religions had their own restrictions and when you come out of religion, a lot of people be like, hey, you know, fuck Thanksgiving, fuck Christmas, you know, fuck all that. But right here, he helping, saying, hey, you in America, these are the customs. Before you got into all this shit, before you got into the knowledge and everything, you mm-hmm. didn't care about that shit. You, it was a family time. You came together. Y'all enjoyed the football game. Y'all ate. Everybody enjoyed everything. The gifts were given out. You know, however anybody celebrated these, these holidays, and the holidays were – a family time, you know, where you just enjoyed it. So that's part of the freedom, not being scared of doggone holidays, <laughs> not being right. scared of right. certain customs of the country you in, you know, because they make it scary or make it hatred, you know, build a hatred right. in you, you know, like, oh, fuck that. I ain't doing that no more. Not that I know it's connected right. to Nimrod, but. Well, we know what the Nimrod game is right. anyway. Nah, that took us up a level from exactly. that. <laughs> I fucked with Nimrod. It was one of my AKAs. And it's like, That's right. <laughs> you know? And it's like, and you know, it's like you're going to be less of something if you participate in it. You know, that that's the kind of like t- signal they like to get off. Like you're less uh, Afrocentric. You're less of yeah. an uh, Ansar if you participate. You know what I'm saying? You're less of a Jehovah's yeah. Witness if you participate. Yeah. Yeah, yep. exactly. All of that. Uh, we got another caller on the line. Uh, caller 404-481. You're on the Son of Man show. Caller 404-481. You're on the Son of Man show. Greetings, greetings. Hey, Noble Bodie. Yes. Great day, Noble Bodie. Hey, Noble Bodie. Great day, great day. Exciting and great, is it? <laughs> really is. And I've been listening and loving every bit of what I've been hearing. Um, it is exciting to us to know what we know and to always learn to know truth with confirmation. And that is what we're about. What is such great in the love of the source is that the source love us. That is what's so great. Many people but now beginning to listen and learn the facts of reality from the true elves that are here, male and female, priests and to become masters and rulers. We are in that order of today 
we are in the love of our source, creator, when we know the man must respect the woman, then the woman must respect the man as the oneness of a new. When I heard about a dot a lot, and I heard about the feminine and the masculinity a few Sundays ago, let me expound on it for you, my beloved Nubians, and to all the people of the world. This is the great and wonderful day of Yahuwah, the love of truth is a must, and confirmation to know the truth, John 8, chapter, verse 32, for all of our people, to know the truth will make you free, and it is a fact of reality. To all of my Nubians, USA of America, and around all the nations where we are, it is the day to rise up and lead of the truth, know your true self. Freedom being knows their true self. They began to negate all things that hinder you from being your true self. This is what we're about. In the love of the source, we continue on. And we know who is who when we listen to and knew in each and every one of us. That is the message of the Son of Man to all of the beloved beings of the source of existence. Religion is blinding. It is numbing. It is deadening. It is self-stupidity and ignorance of life resources, intelligence of existence. It puts people against each other. It destroys families. It gives people a consciousness to do whatever they want to do to each other without the respect of the life source that is in all, the all-intelligent source. We understand agreeableness, and we understand disagreeableness. We understand forces that are adverse to the love of the source family unit, alpha and by each other. We understand the gravitational pull, the themes of the quadruple forces, quintuplicated elements, the signs of who feminine being possessed by the masculinity. Without it, there will be no true mothering and fathering of life and who divine love. Captain, you are in the cable. In the cable, you are captain. This is the source of divine love, words of truth. When one accepts the truth with a love and compassion, one dwells in it to live it, to be it, to teach it. The pyramid, educate, re-educate, educate. Someone known as Ray came down to teach us. Now we rise up to Ray, to be Ray, to be like the chosen one. And then we teach with the humility and love and compassion and caring of an all-caring source of existence. This is what HTM, Holy Tabernacle Ministry, is about. And Amar is about the divine love of the source, compassion, and caring, caretaker of all in all. For Yahuwah who created both of us. This is what it's about. That type of consciousness and awareness 
intellect. We have affirmation, intellect, intelligence. We have the source giving us what we need. And when you get what you need, you always know it is in the purpose. El Izo and you, El El El, the giver and the taker. This is where we at. Appreciate and new that is in all of us. Great day. I love what I'm hearing. Keep it up. We are in this together. That is what HTM is. A togetherness offered by each other. The beehive. Thank you. One more thing I'd like to iterate on. In our travels, and it's a week, I the week. We learn. We expound on things in the way that we can live it. When something is given to us, we enhance it. We multiply it. The benefit of a person, a benevolent being, is the expression of thought to being in the compassion and caring of the source. This is what family structure is about. When a woman is respected, as the mothering of all life, and the fathering is a spiritual, protected being with the guardianship to know you cannot exist in this world of claim unless you come through the mother. Why not respect her and her children? A woman should never be with a being that does not have the love and respect of the woman as the mothering of all living and the fathering and in that order. This is what we're about, the new way, our way, the birth cycle of the new sun cycle, new beings. That's what we're about. Anyone, listen, know this is universal. Alien, alien, El is the triune universal. So we are universal. Elilo, Anu, Elmanish, Elkert. Creator of the boundless in the universe is a universal triune spirit force. That is what we're about. Teaching the truth. Anyone listen, know this. These are true light messengers. Under the illuminating one. El Madir, true light messenger. Malachi's adult dog El, Melchizedek. I'm a liberal architect at Tung Ray. I'm a Nettier at Tung Ray. This is what we're about. Being like the chosen one. So this is the day that they was all wanted to be in, the great ones, who descended and ascended and went back on high in the union and returned. This is what it's about. This is the great and dreadful day of Yahuwah, of the Elohim, and the Nakis. We know and knew because we have confirmation. We don't believe in and knew. We trust in and knew because we have confirmation. We know the truth. And we're ready, are ready, and learning and excelling in the truth. 
and his dialect is welcome. Any languages of all the beings are welcome. I'll say new alien alien L is a universal alien alien L. We're able to communicate and talk to people regardless of what walk of life they're in. We're able to listen and learn and develop a continuity to work things out. We have the issue comes up, up excuse me, the issues that comes up to us, we are able to have resolutions with our signs. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. This is what we're about. Resolutions. Cool, Miana. Let's go. Any phone calls? Anyone want to speak? Anyone want to uh, elaborate on anything or collaborate? Let us do it. Uh, no calls yet, son of man. Um, so we uh, we can just keep rolling. <laughs> okay. This is something that is happening to me and my travels and the learning experiences that we are developing. Each one of us have our own learning experiences, our own environment, where we participated in war, divine love, principles of existence. In my travels, I've been able to listen and learn from people all walks of life, felt an urgency in the things that I was speaking to, for me to speak to, listen to, and learn. I walked up to beings and approached them in such a way, and the magnetism and cool divine love is a net. It actually fishes people to you. And I just speak a few words of kindness in the representation of looking at beings holding hands and talking to each other, dining with each other. And then certain words are said, and then a card is given, Information is exchanged. They have business cards, etc. Sometimes I get their cards. Sometimes they get mine. Sometimes they get information that will take them to the network system that we have. Sometimes they get the website and other things involved that we understand that we are really working together. We're really doing things in this ending time. For people, regardless of what race, color, skin, nationality, origin they are, it's an all-intelligent source. And those principles of mothering and fathering that we are speaking on in the love of the source brings families to a consciousness and awareness. The mighty country DNA is popping up in the RNA, DNA, about the woman and her children suffering because of male chauvinistic system that is a predatory system against family structures. We are knocking it down. So the woman, you must know that you are truly a mother deity of life. Man, you must know that you are her too. And you must recognize it. How pure, feminine, and the masculinity that possess it is necessary for the mothering and fathering of life and divine love. Children should be taught the principles of divine love principles of the cruel forces. And then they would not disrespect each other. They would not dishonor the fact 
of exactness in each one of us to be that which we truly are in the all. So we have the confirmation. We have the look, too, to survey things and really go 180 to another side, 180, double-folded, to become masters, 720, 1440 up, through the seventh plane to the highest plane and beyond. We have the ability, once we negate the system, us dumb, numb, not facing the realities, not dealing with bad habits, not dealing with ugly words, too. They cause effect, too. Or some people haven't risen up to be controllers and overseers of emotions. So we have to have compassion and caring. That's the reason page 19 is so important in El Holy Titus. It is 19 there, El Holy Titus, about the knowledge and arrogance and impotency. And we must have a concern of who we're talking to. Now let me get to something that is very strong. Hey, uh, in the thought, yeah, in the thought, excuse me, one second. In the thought right. that we have together, we learn from each other. In the thought we have togetherness, we achieve things together. If you understand the principle of something being built, when people said, let us do something, and the intellect and intelligence, information, information, whichever way you go with it, is an all-source intelligence. Then the anu in you and the anu in me, feminine and masculinity, it helps us get through all of the disparaging, ugly things that they say against women, man against man, women against women. It gets us through that. That's what we have to get through. Because when a woman has an intelligence to educate us too, so we have to understand the combinations of things when it works together. That's what I'm talking about. Getting rid of the disparity where people have such an ego that they clash with the eyeness mm. and the mind is so strong that they don't understand an all concept. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we have a caller on uh, area code six seven eight seven six zero on the Son yeah. of Man show. Cool, how many? Cool, man. Hey, great this to have you with us. Greetings, greetings to everyone. Greetings to all of my sales out there. Uh, I want to say that when I hurt myself, I'm hurting. Uh, when I hurt someone else, I'm hurting myself. That's the way we got to look at it. That's the way we got to feel because the all is in the all. So you can't take from the all and you can't add to the all, but you can come in and be a part of the all. So that's this is something that came to me. <clears throat> I want to say that this is a great day, a blessed day. I'm 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 feeling fine. I'm feeling good. I hope that the rest of me out there is feeling the same way. Uh, I I I I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be in this day and time. And the Most High know that I am grateful for this day and time because 
We couldn't we it, it we couldn't make it without it. We couldn't make it without all this great wisdom, knowledge and understanding that we have and we love the master teacher wherever he at, greetings to him if he can hear me or if he can feel me. Much love to him and, and I wanna say I just feel love in my soul, heart, mind and body. It just it just feels great. It just feels great to know that you is a part of the all and the all is a part of you. So uh I just wanna say y'all keep up the good work, keep on with the keeping on because that's what that's that's what we must do. Uh this just this just a wonderful and great day and, and I don't see nothing dreadful about this day. This day is a wonderful day. But the dreadful day is is gonna come when we are unexpected unexpected of it and if we keep on in the divine love of who we will be ready for it. In the in the in divine love of who loving loving everybody and loving ourselves. Thank true you. words spoken, Uma, true words spoken. And, and when we had a Sunday, uh, a couple of Sundays ago, and someone was reading and they misworded things, you have to watch the YouTube because people are putting up things that are not right and exact. And I'm going to say it. Nowhere is Atun Ray. I'm a new architect. I was the third Atun Ray. Supreme Grand Harvard ever said not to love self in kind. The fact is, the words was written, if you love other than self and kind, nine equal forces would not work with you. So we have to correct certain things when it's said like that. I was listening and listening. And at that time, I was moving about, traveling. But I never stopped listening. Listening is our science. Yes. Listen. And then we'll get to the point where there won't be any more debates. Won't be any more heated arguments. Because the essence of truth is a divine love of is a compassionate caring source of existence. And that is what we are. The ultimate reality is total freedom from self stupidity. The eyeness and the mindness is removed and the ego is destroyed. Yes. So then we have a consciousness and awareness of an all intelligent source. And the mental reservoir is a universal mental reservoir. Mm-hmm. So when people claim that their mind is so great, you got to understand. And new, Alan Alan L is the controller. El Shilita, of the boundless inner universes of existence. He is the appointed one who are nunning and appointed, appointed and nunning instead of rulership. He's creator creators, ruler rulers. We must never forget that. So there is an all source of intelligence. And in that itself is a fear reverence to those who know. Let me give it to you like this. Some people don't know when they knew is speaking to them because of the eye principle. Very seriously, listen to the words. Mm-hmm. Who? The son of man, the truth, that's once. Now let's go twice. Who is Melchizedek? Who is the son of man, the truth? 
Let's go three times. Who? The Son of Man. The truth. You should know. I and my Father are one. Who is who? You should be saying the same things. Mm-hmm. Precepts of Pam Lewis is for all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should be saying, I and my Father one, male and female. Because yes. I heard them say it last Sunday, but they didn't give it to you. So you would remove the stigmatization of male against female. Female against what? Male. When you are the same. One cannot exist without the other. Yes. So true. Truth is truth. That is knowledge of supreme wisdom. And that is where the overstanding comes from, the separation. Those who would accept the truth and face the facts of reality. We use the word pragmatic. Facing it, accepting it. Because we have confirmation here. Revealing things is a fact of our existence today. Things are being revealed. All the things that they thought would never come out. Because one thing is a fact of existence. All lies will die from the spirit of truth of Andu, because he is the true L. And that's, there's no doubt in those who know. Truth is truth. I also want to comment on one more thing. Love is wisdom, true wisdom. Love is knowledge, true knowledge. Love is overstanding with understanding. And love, the greater love, is sound right reasoning. All of these principles apply until the, until the word we said get to the center. When we have the whole as the center, then we overstand the power of that compassionate caring source of existence. This is where Beings are being separated because some beings disagree with their new. They have been given will, and will created the birth of chaos. So some people will choose not to accept the facts and truth of reality. And that's on them. And then you have those who would choose it, and they would accept the truth, and the word supererogatory would go up and above that which is called to do because they love the truth. Yes. You'll be persecuted, no doubt about it. You'll be hated, no doubt about it. But yes. truth is true. Truth is true. Truth is truth. Think about it, woman. Children learning the real life source of existence and purposes granted to the wisdom. I listen to Black Girl Rock, and I heard the young ladies, I heard them, young women, I heard them speak up, say the voice, I know who I am. See what I'm saying? Yes. I heard them talk about the power, the willpower, the mind power to put energy in motion. I saw young beings, multi-millionaires on Girl Rock. I was listening to Anu and them. Mm-hmm. Just like the seven tests of Yeshua when he listened from a young girl. 
mm-hmm. about the verse. I listened to and knew in all. Noble, what it noble body. I listened to it. Great yes. day. How how you doing, noble body? This is Nefertiti. Great. How are you? Great. I'm doing excellent. How you doing, Umi? I'm I'm great. How about you? I'm doing excellent. I wanted to um, chime in. I heard you I heard you speaking a moment ago about um, last week and what you heard, and you thought something was incomplete. Can, can you be more specific, Noble Boy? Yes. What well, I was talking days? about, when we have words that we use, right, and we can expound on it in a way to be applicable in the day and time we're living in. You might read something, but it's not actually being applicable in the way that we live our life. In other words, when a person is given a true essence of a thought of compassionate, caring source, to actually live it, to actually feel it, to actually love it, to actually put it in action, that's where the mind energy comes in. Willpower, mind energy, to put energy in motion. So when we actually expound on it enough, then we get to the reality of it, the facts of it, and it actually do something to a being from the consciousness of a being and awareness of a being. And that super area that we call the super subconsciousness is activated in a way that a person can put that into action. It's like me reading something and knowing it and, and but won't live it and feel it and execute it. So mm-hmm. I'm saying a lot of times I might say something and that you might expound on it and say this is a good to, you know, to actually apply it. So what I was saying, when we look at the feminine and we look at the masculinity that possesses it, and we understand that part of you in existence, then it has to be applied in a reality practice. The word that we use today is assertiveness. We must do things with that knowledge and wisdom granted to us. It's not like it's going to lay, lay dormant and all of a sudden it's going to be active. You have to actually put it there into energy in motion. Daddy. So that's Can what I'm talking about. A lot of times when you expound on something, like I learned from UG, uh, what do you call it? Daddy. WGG Radio. Daddy. I learned so much. Are you implying that this is about the ass of Daddy? Are you talking about the ass of Daddy? That they played the clip of the ass of Daddy? Okay. Go ahead. How you doing? Because it sounds like you're talking about the feminine. Of all things that existed um, before creation, the Adam yes. that the clip. I'm not sure if they played the clip, but it sounds like that's what you're talking about. The clip that is where correct. Uh, that is correct. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll actually listen to it. Go ahead, honey. Okay, well that's pretty good. Thanks for listening to it. That's a clip that happened on June 26th. Um, we play clips when you know saying nobody wants to hear music, but anyway. Um, everything that you're saying is right and exact. I just want to add to that. However, you know, that's kind of cute because it would have been real, um, you know, noble if, you know, that information would have been applicable and said to Dr. York because these are his words, not ours. You know what I'm saying? As far as added that, that's the rebuttal to the slanderer. That's mm-hmm. him addressing Belial. So, you know what I'm saying? So if, if if we're basing it on can we find any application in that part of the rebuttal to the slanders by Imam Issa addressing um, the last book, the, um, you know what I'm saying, 
dressing Dr. York, then, yeah, I can apply it. I can apply it because he speaks about music and the octave. And, yes, you do have to travel to a certain octave in order to receive the light. That's also in our order of Melchizedek. That's also spoken on how do you get to that 72nd octave and raise up mm-hmm. to become that Allah. And when you, once you become that Allah, you have the essence of Adhadat in you, who is possessed by the masculine energy of Hua. All of that is real. The Sufi knows this. All of that is That's real. good. That's good, because you're right yeah. that about the octave, too, because you're talking about the 84, too, you know, uh, going to the 84. So I understand Absolutely. that. Yeah, understand the correctness of a person expounding on it in a way that it is ethical. And so you are right in exact. No, it's not me. I'm not right in exact. It's Dr. York. No, no, I'm talking about book. in the way that you just said it. You're right in exact because you're actually saying it the way it really is. Oh, okay. I see what you. I see what you're getting at. Okay. Well, we clear. Yeah. So, you get into the options yeah. and everything. You're talking of it right in exact. Yeah, saying. but if you follow him all the way through, he starts with Adadat to answer um, the last, I'm sorry, um, the last question. He starts with Adadat first. Then he goes on to show from man to a law to the last or anyone that's reading the book. How do you get from man to a law? So that is application. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Right. We all agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. That's what's good about WGAG. We'll get to it. Okay, um, y'all have another call on the line. It's seven seven zero eight seven three on the Son of Man show. Uh, how you doing today? This is my brother Chris. I'm this is uh, listening to Joy and what y'all are talking about right now. Uh, I put on mute because I see y'all was going in, going in on the information. Uh, I just enjoy and I'm just calling to let you know I'm sitting here listening, being silent, enjoying the conversation, uh, the teaching. So, uh, Son of Man, how you doing today? Cool, man. We're doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, Don, how you doing? And Omi, Mama, how you doing today? I'm wonderful. Uh, doing my best, baby. I'm just sitting back enjoying. I love when we expound on the knowledge and wisdom and understanding that the Master Teacher brought us from El Yohu, the source. And it's wonderful that we can sit here to get clearance and understanding of the knowledge. And, you know, just just converse amongst each other. And just expound our mind, our thought process, and take it to a higher level. This, you know, this higher knowledge that we're speaking of right now. So I really enjoy this. You know, it, it makes the soul feel good hearing information coming out like this in this day and time. This is a great day that we can expound our mind on this level. Great and, day. And get, over, and get overstanding of knowledge like this being taught to us. Because we got a real understanding for us to succeed. we got to be in the right thinking, the right thought, a right mental capacity to deal with what we're dealing in the world today. So this is the type of knowledge that elevates our soul, 
our mind, our spirit. So uh, I enjoy. I'm just gonna sit back and let y'all keep it expounding on it. So it sound real good. Sounding great. Sounding wonderful. Can it get no better? <laughs> we have a 24/7 network system, and your beings are tireless. They keep it up. And they keep going. You know, and and it's universal. So it's happening on a grand stand, so to speak, of an event of time that we've been granted. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Great. Great. And you have people ready for this, too. You know, it's an opening time, you know, uh, as different things are happening. And and I'm just listening, and I'm just feeling so good when I see Mm. the youth really getting it, you know, and, and when uh, when we look at the way that they are trying to get to the youth to stop them, and we always seen the power of this renewed cycle, the sun cycle, there's things activated in the consciousness awareness of beings now, that beings are being birthed into the science, they're being birthed into the true knowledge, they're being birthed into the real power, mind power, energy. When I'm listening to young people, you know, excited, you know, yeah. and thrilled, you know, and saying, you're not going to be able to stop me. You know, <laughs> I'm learning the fact of reality. You know, I'm learning to implement this willpower and do things and create a force of will that is inside of us. So a lot yeah. of things are happening, you know, and people are really gravitating toward this center now. You know, they're getting up. And I just say we get down to get down to get up to get up to get things done. And these young people today are excited. And they're, I mean, like when I listen, I'm telling you, I really feel mm. like I really mm. feel it. And those mm-hmm. young people, man, they was exciting to me. Yes. Make you feel you know. good. Yeah. It was exciting to me. You know, when I you have, have children. Just, Go ahead. I just want to put a question I had asked you on Son of Man. I was going to ask you, uh, Don, uh, how you heard about, they talking about this green moon supposed to come in April the 20th. Have you heard about that? Oh, of course not. I have, I have, has anybody else heard about the green moon? That's for you the first time I heard it. Yeah, they had talked about it uh, earlier this week, about the uh, April the 20th. It's supposed to be a full moon. It's supposed to turn green. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to see the signs behind it. Had anybody heard about that? Wow. And that, I know that we have beings on the moon, and I don't know what all is going on with that right now. Because, you know, but we do have beings on the moon. We have a biosphere there, too. Where did you hear it at, um, Chris? Uh, they brought it up on, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember, uh, uh, one of the, we was talking about it at work, but one of the shows uh, was talking about uh, the reoccurring of events that take place uh and they they trying to say that this done it before, which I hadn't uh, I can't remember exactly where it was. I know we had talked about it at work. Uh, they was talking about like they had talking about one time the moon had supposed to been red, and they was talking about how the uh, eclipse was supposed to take place and all this time, and they just gave a specific date. Uh, I can't. We, I probably had to get back with you. I can't remember exactly what uh, what show it was, but I know you know it was just I had heard it. They were talking about the date they gave was April the twentieth that is supposed to take place during this month. 
So I was just oh, okay. trying to see. Because I'm on, I, I, Googled, I Googled it, and it was like, ain't no goddamn green one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, goddamn okay. thing that shit. Um, it says, um, uh, one comes from Earth Sky, and it said, no, there won't be a green moon on April 20th, 2016. Okay. Okay. Um, another one is hopeflare.net. It says, uh, Lucky claims that the moon will appear green on April 20th because of several planets are going to align. And then, da 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 da, I ain't clicking on any. And then the next one, it said a pink moon in the month of April. The next one is space.com. And it basically says, uh, it, ain't, it ain't giving us nothing as far as April is concerned. It was one more. No planetary alignment will make the moon go green. That's news every day that I come. I'm not sure these sites are legitimate, but, you know, see for yourself on uh, April 20th. Oh, shit, that's like three days from now. We'll see what happens. Okay, thank you. Yeah, when we, when we hear a lot of things like that, you know, um, you know, um, you look for it and you see if it happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Oh yes, and 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 then we had a, a, a religious uh, type funding where people was talking about religion, and we was talking about the way that religion has an effect on people, and the way that some religion doesn't have an effect on people. You know, because of what people consider as a religion. As a division, they're not letting it enter them into the point that they can separate themselves, you know, and divide themselves like that into the many denomination belief system. Because it's kind of like it's too many, too many different types of beliefs, too many type of different types of spirits too. So you can't get caught up in that, you know, and, and that's really mind confusion itself. So then, when a person centers themselves. They remove that type of stupidity, self-stupidity of religious doctrine to cause the people to turn against each other and crash against each other and think they're so right. And then the self-righteous being, you know, up and condemning and calling everybody the devil because they disagree with what they're doing. You know, if you're not exciting to me and doing exactly what I'd like, you know, and then you look at people saying, whatever I do, Jesus is my Savior and my what? Forgiver. He forgives all sins. And the hypocrisy of that itself is unstable. There's no stabilization of that type of mentality. So people would do anything to anybody, even to themselves. That's what we're talking about. Religion in that respect is very, I would call it, spellbound. It really keeps people under the spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not allowing people to tap into that the highest source of information, the highest source of intellect. Keeps them from um, tapping into their own mind. I can't do nothing without Jesus. Jesus is everything to me. You get that kind of mentality. God, God this, God that. You know, and the people that remove that type of stupidity from them are excelling and doing great things. It's like me working a job. And I can't appreciate the job because of some religious fanatic telling me everything I'm doing, I'm working for an evil person, I'm this and that and all of that. 
Wherever I am, I'm in the love of the source. Wherever I am, I'm in the intelligence of an all-source of existence. So don't give me your religious crap. I'm working, I'm earning, I'm making a living, and I'm able to open up this and do what I want to do. The creative force of will is inside of me. I can establish a network of survival. I have the what? knowledge, the wisdom, the creative force of will inside of me. So now a religion comes and tells me what I'm doing is wrong. Religion comes and tells me that I got to love this God. I got to love this type of Jesus. And the next thing I know, I am not doing the potential that is really inside of me. You see what I'm saying? It hinders a person. It blocks a person. It doesn't give them the stabilization of the mental powers and willpower to execute mind, energy, and motion. So there's a science of existence that they don't want us to have as a people. And the people that know that and know those spiritual science and know that mental power, they executed us in a way and keep people in bondage mentally, physically, and spiritually under them. And that type of paradigm we don't want. And that's what we got to break away from, that type of self-stupidity that hinders a person from using their own mind, will, power. Yeah, that's your walking dead. <laughs> whether they go to church or whether they, you know, they don't, what have you not, it's all, it's all the same. You go into a building and you hear the same thing, and I don't care how you look at it, it's the same old dead doctrine, same old dead doctrine. God don't give it to me, I can't get it. And then the people that utilize it in the willpower, and get it done, and then the people say, oh, they should do this, and they should do that. Well, I'm a man like this, a being like this. If a being, and I could use a woman or a man as an example, is doing great things, and their family are doing great things, and you don't understand it because you have an eye syndrome, that is what is wrong with a lot of people. They don't understand an all-intelligent source. It's like a being said, well, this being is great and good, so I'm going to pray for this being because this being treats us with justice, rightness. This being allows us free will to execute and design and create and do things. Then you have other beings saying, oh, everything's got to come through me. Like I heard a minister tell a woman in a church one time when I was with a friend of mine named Emmanuel, I am the one. That pray for you and guide you I am the one over you You got to come to me I'm the pastor That kind of crap Causing our people To commit suicide When God don't please them God why you let this happen to me That is the type of mind We have out there in the world today Heard a white girl say I used to love God Until I lost this and lost that I heard him say it on television. Right. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, the, the strongest way I heard it put was the master teacher say, you know, the problem with the doctrine is, is that they're into preaching and not into teaching. You know, that's what they want to do. They want to preach instead of teach. But, you know, they know it's a slippery slope within that 
teaching because if you start teaching, then people start questioning. And once they start questioning, then they really start thinking. And it's called critical thinking or critical analysis. And then you start to poke holes in their shit. So, like you said, with that dead doctrine, it's just because they rather preach than teach. And you're right. And they don't want you to question them in front of that congregation either. They don't want you to do that. But, boy, you hit them upside the head the way we can hit them upside the head. They said, no, 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 get them out of there. That's a prototype. What they use that word, whatever they call that word they use, it calls all of you all kind of names then. You don't you question blaspheming. that. You blaspheming me. You get you out of there. And, man, it's demons. Yeah, this is our church. This is our thing. This is the way we do it here. You know, get them out of here. Get her out of here. <laughs> you know, they're coming at you like that. But it's a different day and time now. I bet you when one being walk in there, they'll know that that day and time we living in, it's beings that going to walk in there. That's right. It's beings already in there, too. Because there's a lot of beings know what you know in the sense that I'm saying that they have been taught. And when, it, when that day comes like it's going to come real heavy very soon, a lot of people going to know it because a lot of people got that knowledge now because we've been working it. You know, you'll... You, you and I as a self, I said like that, working together, you and I working together have caused a, a, what they call a total wreck in their system. Mm-hmm. If you're not there, and people are getting it. I mean, I'm walking and I'm talking to people that already got that WGAG mentality. They already got it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a universal you know, wisdom and knowledge and science of existence. This is the ending time of revealing a new birth cycle. So we know what we know, and that's the fact. When we talk, we can go at it, you know. We listen, we learn, we have a dialogue with you. But man, women, today, we got this, and children too. I listen to them a lot of times, man. I hear it on different networks. Them children got it. And they <laughs> and they are able to teach their parents. And the parents were to sit down and listen and learn. A lot of these children would teach them. And I would I would I would like to elaborate on that too. Uh, uh one, one moment. I'm I'm forward. I just wanted to say, uh, this is Guru. Uh, one moment, Amy. We got a, another caller. Um, area code seven six zero six nine three. Let's bring them in, and then you could go ahead, Umi. Mike check. Mike check. Doc Montana. Right. Yes. I'll be sure let the brother say what he gonna say and then I'll speak what I had on my mind. So you wanted to say uh go ahead, Umi. You wanted to say uh elaborate on that? Yeah. I wanna say that it's a lot of young people out there today and there's a lot of old people out there today. That got the right knowledge, got that got the right knowledge, the right wisdom, and understanding in their heart and in their mind, but they don't speak it. They might hear it from somebody else, you know, that walks along or be in the environment that they are in, and then they can be able to come in. I have been like that a lot of times, you know. I have been places and and stuff, and I I'll say say something, you know, that is right knowledge, right wisdom, right understanding. And they would say, uh, yes, uh, only, uh, 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 
Uh, miss, can I get your name or, or you know, where you from or what nomination you in? They, they start opening up and start talking to me, you know. I have had that happen to a lot, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they try to see where you coming from, you know, what you got inside of you, and then they can, you know, maybe open up to, you know, open up to right now. They might communicate with you, and, you know, you can communicate with them. You know, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Doc. What you have? And I have to also add, in certain parts of this land, this corporation, uh, it can, and because of the backwardness of the minds in place, it can be dangerous for one to speak right now as an overstanding to the people in their immediate surroundings. Yes. I actually watched a small town full of people cause the death of actual physical death of a sister that had started a charter school in the area and was was uplifting young minds and was having great success. And those that did not want her to do that set her up in various other ways using their tools, and the main tool they use is their dollars. We don't print those. And if we were to print those, of course, we would be uh, guilty of a a crime. But they use that tool in order to entrap her in the situation, have her put in the prison, and then they set her up to be beat to death Mm -hmm. in the prison. When you're around backward-minded people, you might know within yourself right wisdom, right knowledge, right overstanding. But you, if you have that wisdom, you also have the wisdom to know this person is way, or this set of people is way too backward to be sharing this with because they will turn into a lynch mob on you and try to end your life. So there are times when you have the right knowledge the part of the wisdom is knowing who to share it with and who to be quiet around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think she's she getting to the knowledge of discerning the type of spirit force you're dealing with. So, yes, um, there, there are times that you might be in a position, uh, but the thing is no fear. And you'll be in a certain position. And you might say something, and it's not exactly to the person that you're saying it to. It's the person that hears it that walks by or listens and stops. It's another person that might be there, and that person gets it. But the person you're talking to won't get it. So, as you said, different times people will be attracted to what we have, and we will be attracted to the truth because of where we are, because we're open to a new and all-intelligent source. It's like a person saying, well, I can't utilize this because this is uh, Irish or German or Italian or whatever. If you read in the Els Holy Tablets, there are names given to beings in the way that they produce things or pattern things or presented things, and it's all intelligence. So with us, we remove the stigmatization of the bigotry and hatred of racism in the classes of the races, but we have the right of love of self and kind to uplift us 
So we come back to being the mothers and fathers of civilization in the order of the nine, the nine principles. So we understand there is a task here. There is a way of getting things done. And there is a, a what we call an intelligent, sound right, reasoning way of doing it. When a person reads, like I said, the 19th page of El's Holy Tablet, it talks about the knowledge and wisdom and impotence and arrogance of it to the point where people don't have it. So the humility and the understanding is there, but also an authoritative of being with the truth. In other words, there is a time that a person stands strong and firm with the truth. And then discerning the type of spirit, you know when to say things in truth and you know not. Because truth has weight to it too. Scale of balancement there. It's like spoon feeding a person, you know, to grow. And maturity is there. But you have to also know the degrees of the truth of intellect and intellect, information and stuff like that, what we're dealing with. So reasoning, our science reasoning, that sound right reasoning, is giving us an ability to go up and above. And so as an overseer, a master, you know, of things, then you know what you know, and the guidance is there too. It's like I'm round beings, and I'm saying certain things to certain beings at a certain time. And then someone else said, what did you say? Hey, hey, give me one of them cards. Hey, man, what that, what that, what's that name of that station you was talking about? What is mm-hmm. it called? And that being gets it. You know, and then that being is in that environment, and those beings that respect that being in that environment. You understand what I mean? And he's able to reach them. Well, you're not, because is- you're still a stranger. But that, that means living in that environment. Read, so that helps too. So, you know. Because you said it twice. Yes. You said it twice. Right. The, bottom of, 19, the bottom of page 19. Be not arrogant of our knowledge. Be not arrogant of our knowledge. Take counsel with the ignorant as well as with the wise. For the limits of knowledge in any field has never been set and no one has ever reached them. Wisdom is rarer than emerald, and yet they are found amongst the women who gather at the grindstone. Be diligent as long as you live. Always do more than is commanded of you. Do not misuse your time while following your heart, for it is offensive to the soul to waste one's time. Right, and quit casting pearls before swine is a waste of that time. But that is well, well, well written. Read, uh, what I'm calling uh, right now is for us to accept that true reality of what we just read, you know, and that is a fact. You know, when we're dealing with the science that we have and the truth that we have, Yeah, that's, just to go back, just to strong. go back a little ways. I remember, I remember this, and my daughter would testify too. We had so much courage in what we was doing. We went into the strip joints, we went into places, clubs, and everywhere. Even on what they used to call Stewart Avenue, my daughter and I set up and went inside there. You know, that's what we was doing. I passed out books 
and uh, what they call now used to be uh, the Blue Flame. I don't know what they call it now. <laughs> you know, different clubs and things. I was in there, you know. And so we were walking among our people regardless of how anybody else classified it. Yeah, you know, as far as giving it to the unlearned, that's one thing. But when you cast the pearls before swine is basically um, when you're trying to give something to someone who openly rejects it. Once someone openly rejects what you have for them, then leave them alone. That is true. That is true. You don't force it on them, you know. Right. You know, there's times that you just keep on doing what you're doing and you keep moving. You know, I've been there, and I just keep moving. You know, someone said, hey, I don't need it. I keep moving. Right. You know, they might not need yeah. it. I don't know them that well. So they might not. You know, <laughs> you know, we have to be ready to just keep moving. Yeah, you know, and that's in that also um, what's strong with that is how – if they reject it, you don't give it to them. And then the other part of that is timing is everything. And there's a time, how the tablets also say, there's a time for everything, you know. And in saying that, that means that we have to be in tune with that to know, hey, the signs that I'm seeing right now, the time, this is not the time to give it. And then when we see an example of, the mind opening up, and then that's the time to give it to someone. Um, but that's showing how everything being scripted, everything being guided, when you're following that guidance, when you got that wisdom and the knowledge, then you're able to discern. And that understanding, you're able to discern that time. So now you know when it is time to give that knowledge to them, and you're not and you're not going overstepping your bounds and using your time unwisely or wasting your time at that point. And usually when the top a person's mind has opened after they have uh, observed you for a period of time, when they're ready, they will ask you. You don't have to go, go, go tell them again. When they're actually ready, they will come and tell you they're ready. A lot of times when I find out... only because they... Job um, mechanic, just I hate to say it, but that's why you do cast your pearls to them because they do, they will be the only ones that know that you know the answer. You understand? Because mm. how else would they come to you the moment their mind is open? How would they know that you fucking know any goddamn thing unless you're mm. giving them the pearls, showing them the pearls? And they say, no, not today, not now, not interested, whoop, the whoop. But then they come back to you because they know that everything that you said was right and exact. So that's right. not casting pearls for swine. Because mm. they will have to come back to you because now they know. Either they know from experience or ran into someone that they highly respect and said the same words that you said. And what you say, Don? That a lot of times when you are teaching to someone, you might be needing to be teaching yourself or you might be teaching yourself at the same time? Absolutely. I'm always teaching myself. Exactly. First. Exactly. Because I'm always a student. Absolutely. Well, you're always a student. I'm always a teacher. What we learn is what we teach. And we That's teach right. it over and over again until we learn it. We are all teachers. Overstand.
Yeah, and along with that, when oh, go ahead. What you about to say? I think when we really get ourselves in trouble and in danger, when we go trying to force our our knowledge, our doctrine, our our right wisdom, right knowledge, and right understanding, try to force it into something, uh, force it into someone when they are not ready for it or they don't see it. So I, I think I think Don is right. They, when they are ready, they will come back to you, and you, and you can be able to give it to them. That's what Pop said. Pop said that a lot of people, when he came here teaching, we wasn't ready for uh, this kind of doctrine, this kind of right wisdom, right knowledge, and understanding. So he had to carry us through schools and stuff, and and to get us ready, to dress us up, to to make us. Uh, want to go into uh, want to go on the inside and turn yourself from uh from inside out to try to get you know try to get this knowledge and wisdom and understanding with the Nuwapu is is an equalizer when they when they come to that point i think that that you, uh never see is right you can't force it or dawn is right too you can't force it on them but when they get ready for it, they will come to you and ask you. The magnetism intervenes that has a true light source of existence, the true light, that true light is magnifying. It has a magnetism to it, electro, proton, electron. When we're dealing with such a force and we're utilizing it in the mental reservoirs, it's a, what we call a universal mental reservoir. We're utilizing that plane of force and we get into that mental plane of force, and we overstand the equalizer of our science anywhere we are. There are times I do not teach at all. There's time I'm walking among my people in every race on the planet, and I'm only listening and learning. There's times I don't say nothing, and then there's times I speak. Right. What you're saying is that's the way you carry yourself. When the thought of that compassionate caring source is a guidance to us, and remember, the Elohim there that are Ethereans that are sending out thought to us, there's supreme wisdom in that. When we have that type of love in us as a source, represent, representing the source, as they said, the vessel of truth, the light of truth, when we understand that, then we understand what chaos is. When the light came on, the chaos came on. So we go inside and we understand the bright and we understand the degrees of darkness, you know, in the shadows. So we get into that type of empowerment of mind power and energy and motion, and we know when to move and do certain things, you know. And so that is what a lot of times I've heard my daughter and other beings expound on. When it's time to go, it's time to go. It's time to move. It's time to move. So we are those types of beings that now getting into the knowing. You know, the reality check is there. You know, and that is what we're getting to. We're getting to the knowing now. Hey, hey, it's time to go. You know, this environment that I'm in, boom, it's time to move. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. that is what we're talking about. And I was saying, you know, it's a fact. Sometime and new be speaking to you, but you don't listen to it, you know? And then something else happens. And then you think, hmm, I was told that. <laughs> and you spoke to me before. You know what I'm saying? So right. that is what we get into. We get into knowing now. 
you know, and the flexibility of a person is to not be tracked, uh, excuse me, where it is stuck, so to speak, you know, in that time zone like that, you know, where you can't move. Got to be able to move. That's so true. That's so true. You got to be able to move. And, and like you were saying, uh, Noble Bodhi, about that guiding voice, um, when we went over in the tablets, and how it talks about that nine ethers, the conscious and the conscience gases. And when you are conscious, you're aware of your environment, you're aware of your own existence, you're aware of your sensations, you're aware of your thoughts, and you're aware of your own mind power. But when you hit the conscience of what nine ether is, that's when that voice is acting as a guide as to the rightness and wrongness of the behavior, impelling one toward right action. So that's how you know what that guide is. It's impelling the one to right action. It's impelling you to right action. And that's how you become conscious and conscience, just like nine ether, the nine ether gases. You're using your mind power. You're using the inner guide. You're impelled towards right action. And you're dominating your own environment. And that way, now you are the one who is making the actions met and, and being the teacher and giving that knowledge out. And you're teaching yourself, so you're also learning from everything to continue that so that you're not falling from that, that level of conscious and conscience. Well, I agree. I agree. Yes. Well spoken. Well spoken. Thank you. Yeah, there was a lot of things said in the last two Sundays, you know, ago. And and when you're listening to it, you know, it, it really gets to the core of some of the existence that our people are involved in, including us. You know, and, and we have to understand how we can break, you know, those forces, you know, with that mind power, you know, that's trying to trap us and keep us. And those bad spirit forces that work too. So, you know, like a person said, you know, you have to really be aware of those spirit forces that trap people and deceive people and control people and manipulate people to the point that they have no true balancement. There's no balancement there. So you got to have the equilibrium balancement. you got to rise up above it, you know. And sometimes we get trapped in the emotional things of this existence of the plane force and then we got to raise up above it. And sometimes it takes a few hard lessons, I put it like that. You know what I mean? To get you to say, hey, 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 I got to step up and out of this. True that. And that takes time sometimes for a person to get that right, but they'll get it because they're thinking about it, and the thought has weight to it because nine ether forces really empower beings. That's right. And, you know, uh, on that, Show just how the shows are all linking up. Um, Don went over uh, over the last few days um, about we were going throughout with the devil, and it and she brought out the point that um, when it said a shock will change a person's habits, and depression is one of the shocks that nature uses. To shake your behind up, to shake your ass up, and make you be like, "Hey, I gotta change everything that's happening." When all hell breaks loose, 
that's when you get that green light and it's time to move forward, time to listen to that inner guide. Always listen to that inner guide, but that's when it's time to move forward and, and have that trust of what, what, what you're being guided through. But that depression, whenever you get something like that, whatever habit got you that depression, it's a habit that was the wrong way for you. It was the wrong uh, thought process, the wrong path that you were taking. You get hit with that depression, that shocked the shit out your mind, shocked the shit out mm-hmm. your brain. you like, oh, because now you – and then it makes you – one of the things about depression, it makes you sit down. It makes you – you'll be so down that it makes you sit down and you, you're going through dogging yourself out and going through all this, but then in the midst of that, shock. You don't have any habits. That is. You don't even have the energy to do any of your bad habits for that day. There it is. Like, <laughs> you're too yeah. fucking depressed to drink or smoke or go out, you know, spend money recklessly, recklessly, all that. You just, you can't do nothing. So that's the only day, depending on how long your depression lasts, where you don't have any habits at all, good or bad. And we also have to be able to do uh, discern internal from external and natural from unnatural because, uh, you know, uh, evil, uh, uh, disagreeable spirit putting a jealous person around you is not your check, it's not your test, it's theirs. So you have to be able to understand that when it's your test and when it's not your test, it's just they're being tested and they're acting out in your presence. No, you're also being tested. Seeing in this true life, everything is a test. Only a fool believes that it's somebody else's life. It's the only one they're living. You're living yours, too. So even in the presence of a disagreeable um, person that is causing conflict between you, that's part of your adversary. That's something that you have to learn from as well as that. That's now, that's strong. 720. She's talking about 720. That's strong right there. Yeah, 720. She's talking about 720. You know, um, overstanding, you have the garbage you know, overstanding the cherubim's garbage and all of that, overstanding the Illuminati orders and stuff like that, overstanding that a balancement of equilibrium is there. You know, when a person is saying, I have a disagreeable nature and I have an agreeable nature, but it's a double fold. When the double fold comes, it is a master because it's leaving the lower emotion and going to the higher self. And when the higher self prevails, right, that is the control. And that is the overseer where you're not trapped in the body. You're saying I'm not the body. You know, you understand I am not this physical. I am not this and I am not that. The negations take place. And then once a person starts negating that, then they understand the quintuple requests, like quintuplicated elements, five elements, okay? When you understand that process and get an understanding of it, then you understand how you are elevating up and above those things through the negation of the minus, the I-ness. Because you get trapped in name, places, and things to the point that you come possess it. 
And then when you come possessive, then you lose your divinity, so to speak, but you can get it back. So there's things that cause us to lose our divinity, and then there's things that cause us to gain it back. And that is where the willpower and the mind power works as an over. It rises up and above, and it's not attracted to the physical plane of forces as it is in the way that it attracts us to be in it like that, that we become possessive. So losing that possessive attractiveness, and like, okay, I am not the car, I'm not the house, I'm not the clothes, I'm not the hair. You start getting into this hairstyle and everything, and then you start negating the process that make you so possessive with it. So it loses that idleness and the mindness, and it goes back to an all. And the oversoul is the binding to the L. So the true self is free. So we're trying to get the true self to be free. So that's where the self-stupidity's got to go. So people have the bad habits, they got to get rid of them. You know, we have like everything that is played, and I'm going to say it like this. If you listen to WGAG and the way that it's set up and the way that it's organized and the intricate works of it with the messengers and the true like messengers and also us becoming like the chosen one, when we are becoming like the chosen one and we began to master things, that is where the intellect we get. When we get into El Hitzeklat, the creation, and we go through the sciences part of it, and we get to the living soul too. Now, the living soul, when it's talking about the seven planes, divided seven, then seven, and all of that, and they talk about the highest plane, the seven, and you get into El Malakut and above. Then we understand things in the principles of the experience <laughs> existence. And then once we understand that, we get a balance and an equilibrium of how we are functioning in this plane of force, El Malakut down here. And then we're breaking until the planes and the going, as they say, you are negating that force of attraction. So that is where we're at today. We're, we're into that willpower, mind power, and put that energy in motion. And then we're losing the, what we call the envious, the angriness. We're losing it. You know, all of the things, greed and all of that, all of the selfishness, you know, we're losing it. So that is what we're about. We're about getting to that energy flow of mind power and then it's on then as they said because you begin to be masters and rulers and then you have control of destiny and you're able to you're able to intensely visualize something and then it happens you know that is what he was teaching us years ago and we weren't able to get there because we actually had to break away from some bad habits and then empower that mind to do the things that is necessary for us in the survival state, so to speak. We got another call on the line, seven three four seven nine six. Your mic is open. How you doing, Don? This is Black Hebrew. Hey, Black Hebrew, how you doing today? Yeah, yeah. Greetings, right. Black Hebrew. Greeting, greeting, son of man, son of man, and and the family. I had just calling in. I was just touching base. Um, you know, I'm an Uber luxury, so I drive in Detroit, and I have a lot of Arabs. Um, a lot of Arab women drive the luxury, and then they had to go to these nice big homes here in Michigan. But I get to talk to some of the ladies, because they got the turbans on or whatever. And um, they just kind of just share with me what how Saudi Arabia is set up. 
and what she said was based off of their prophet is Abraham, um, Moses, and Christ, and Muhammad. That's the prophets of 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 the belief of Islam, and I was kind of shocked to hear that from her, but I, she was able to talk, and I mainly listen because. I didn't tell I was a Hebrew Israelite, of course, but I get to hear all kind of stuff. And she really went, started talking about the different stories, and then she was saying how the they are taught that the Bible does have the, pretty much the accurate history of their belief, and that's how they utilize the Bible sometimes when they do talk. And then she just started breaking down the difference of why you might see the different orders of Islam hating Jews because she was explaining that they know that they're not the Jews of the Bible or the Jews of the Quran. So that's where that bickering is coming. So I do see a difference. I do see a difference in the culture of the Islam. I see the difference even in your guys' culture because uh, uh, I would say why Nubians are easy to pronounce, but I know y'all call it a Wabian, of course. So when I call in, I really am trying to learn the culture because I do know it's dealing with somewhere in Nubia. I do know Nubia existed, and I knew it existed. It's ancient Nubia, and that's where you see the pyramids of pharaohs buried underwater. That was the Nubians, or they called a Kemen. I don't know if Nubia was for the Kemites or the Kemen before Nubia, but I've always been interested because the the Regardless of how it's spelled today, it is an ancient society of Nubia. So, of course, I'm going to learn maybe a Nile Valley civilization that did exist. And if it did exist, I'm hearing knowledge today because maybe your scholars master that research where it is still new. But yet I I know about it because I I put Ramesses and Seti as the fathers of that story because their kingdom was the greatest kingdom within that land. It was Sadi and Ramesses. So were they Nubians? Of course I'm excited because I, I, I always believed that Nubia and, and the Cairo area where we all originated from or all the black nations were thrown out of the Middle East. It was just we all went into captivity because if we haven't, we wouldn't be here in America trying to figure out what to do next. So I don't know if God married all of us together as one. I don't know he he allowed the slave trade to make our blood and our images to become almost like kind of. I don't know what God's idea was, but I believe he married the whole rich civilization in a one through slavery. So, of course, as a scholar myself, as a Hebrew, I had to learn why am I a Hebrew? Okay, I'm not just a Hebrew because I got a Bible in my hand. I really test the God of the Hebrew because I've been in some real sticky, dangerous uh, situation that, you know, my life was at jeopardy. So if I have this Bible in my hand, I want to talk to the God of this Bible because he got to understand what my position is. And and I used to pray because I, I always knew in Detroit I was going to be killing someone. 
Now, in my heart, if I haven't killed no one, where's my soul going to go? Because I have a Holy Ghost mother always teaching me from day one since I was born that thou shalt not kill and thou shalt not. Now I'm in a position I might have to kill. So, of course, the Bible was in my hand when I was even sitting in jail, and the Bible was in my hand. And I just sat there and said, look, I don't know you. I said this in jail. I was in jail for the first time because I started having issues, and they was trying to put me away for some reason. I, and it wasn't because of murdering nothing, nothing. That wasn't that, but I was in jail. And I'm sitting there like never read the Bible because my mom always preached to me, so I never read it. So I always had her preaching, so I, I was straight. But now I'm sitting there stuck. I couldn't get the bail money. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't even hired a bet. I need a good attorney, but I couldn't get nothing. I'm like, now what the hell I done got myself into? So while I was sitting in jail, I I literally said, God of the Bible, I have never met you. I said, I do not know you because, but all my life, I've been preached about you. I've been, you know, just want to know, because I'm stuck. I can't move. And I was like, I don't know you. I don't, um, but I want to know now, the God that I will serve, I was talking this way, would be the God, because I know that's God that made the son. That's God, now that's who you have to be, because I can't deal, because I know that was a God that created that son, and the moon and the star, and I started using terminology in this, because I don't know God. And I started saying, now, my car, God didn't make that, but God made me, made my mother. That's God, because that's a God spirit. Nothing created us but a God, a DNA of a God. So I was sitting there, and then I, the book man just happened to come out of nowhere and asked, do we want to get a book? So I actually got up for the first time and said, well, could you give me the Bible? <laughs> and I got the Bible as my first book in, in jail. And I sat there, and I said, I do not know how to read this book. I don't know. But when I open it, I, I would need some answers because my case got to have some kind of defense because when I go before the judge, I don't have attorney representing me. They're already holding me indefinitely because I don't have representation. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And I'm like, I need some kind of answer in the Book of Kings. Open. I open up first page of the Book of Kings. And it happened to have been a story of Ron Solomon uh, was talking to Hiram to building a temple, the temple of God. He chose Hiram, who was of the tribe of Nephitele, and he was the grand architect of the temple. And I started reading the part where he asked the congregation to donate money to building the temple of God, which is called the Solomon's Temple. So that was the first thing I read. But when I was reading the Bible, I wasn't studying the big words. I was studying the slanted words. It's like the slanted words that was saying there. I just started remembering names of men, you know, Boaz and, and Shaquan. And I just started just naming. And then I found out Boaz is the grandfather of David and so Ken would be the father of, of the master builder of the tribe of Nephitim. So the next morning, 
I got up at 6 in the morning and I had to go to court. I started quoting those slanted words. <laughs> I started quoting those slanted words like, you know, I was reading in the good book. I was just starting to preach a little bit because I didn't have a defense. I, I didn't know who was going to get me out. That judge looked at me and started favoring me. And I was using names right out the book. And that judge looked at me, and next thing I know, he gave me the lowest bail possible. He allowed me to get out 10, uh, 10, like, um, 10 20 cents of $1,000, where at first it was going to you know, take about 7000 to get out, 10% or whatever. So that's how my start came. And then I started putting two and two together, and then I did join the Mason. And then I start seeing those names popping up throughout the secrecy. So in my mind, I said, okay. Now I saw maybe why I thought I knew I was I was doing some some deep stuff, but the Bible. So that's why I um I try to share with people. It ain't that I'm trying to change anything. I really am curious because even though even though the storage is great now, universities. To discover an underground uh, in the Red Sea where they said the um, Pharaoh army drowned. They got pictures of all these chariots now that they're discovering in part of the Red Sea that they think the story of Moses occurred. That's exciting because they're showing how over the years these chariots, they look just like Pharaoh army. I'm like, wow, so that story is true. So even though I call in, I really call in because I am getting knowledge. Even though I might not agree with the Son of Man, maybe, you know, believe in the Anunnaki story, because I was on YouTube years ago listening to white people talk about the Anunnaki story. So I never believed in what white people say. So that's what makes me hard to believe in maybe what he believed, because I have heard of the story. So, but I really do learn from you guys. I just get upset because we argue over the petty stuff. Because I already know I I can go to any one university and still get an A and a B, regardless if I believe in a myth or, the, or, 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 or it's true. I will still can get an A and a B. I can still take a test in, in Dr. Yours book and, and can pretty much get an A if, if one of y'all was a school teacher because I understand the basic language of what you guys are saying, but is this something exciting? I just as a mason, out. as a mason, as a mason, yeah, as mason, yeah. you're a mason, right? The argument, as a mason, stresses me. wait a minute, mm-hmm. wait a minute, I'm gonna ask you a question. As a mason, mm-hmm. right? You say you yeah. as a mason. Yeah. Okay. I'm a mason. What is, a- what is degrees? What is degrees of masonry? There's only three degrees. Thank you. It ain't no. Thank you. Thank degrees. you. Thank you. We, yeah. You're right and exactly in that man. Because um, we only gave, I put it like this, certain beings only got three degrees, okay? And when they took those three degrees and they set up their lodges and their orders and everything, right? True. It was in a replica of what was already in what you call ancient Egypt or Sumerians, okay? When you get into understanding that you have the esoteric, esoteric, when you get into Overstanding the principles of masonry, okay, and the architect, and you get to that word architect, the architecture, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get into 
what degree they say they have. They say they have 33, right? Sure. They call it the, the Royal Supreme, right? the, the Supreme, uh, the Salim, the Slime Prince of Right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a 30-degree nation. True. No such thing. So it's only a third. And, mm-hmm. and 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 wait a minute. Let me do another word. I I said years ago, and I'm getting to it now. When a person, I use the word ascertain. A s you know c e r t a n i a n. When we overstand things to the principles of something, we have an allegoric system, okay? Mm-hmm. We have what we call mm-hmm. operative and inoperative, okay? The mm-hmm. trueness of a, of a mason, you understand, in the degrees of three degrees is no one denying. True. It's no one denying, okay? And the sacred order that really knows the ma is a mother, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the mother, you have the son, okay? So when a person gets to that five, six, as we say, how old are you? You understand where I'm going with that, right? Mm-hmm. You, know yes, that? you understand that when I ask you yes, how old I am. Yes, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you go to those degrees, right? And one might say, well, I'm five. Mm-hmm. And then one might say, I'm seven, et cetera, Okay? And you know what it means to go up and above and over. We used to call it over the wall in, in one sense, okay, when you're going back to Kemet, okay? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm going through, the three cities, right? No, I know. I know. I know. I know. So I'm just getting into mm-hmm. that a little depth with you because you're a mason, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I am. Some people say there is a secret and there's a sacred order, right? True. Okay, but then when you really know what is sacred and you really know what it's about, then you move, right? Like water, so to speak, okay? And you overstand the sun, the ray. I I, I, I got you right there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And you already know I know the secret because I gave it. But I'm just saying there Mm -hmm. there there really was an order. You understand of things that were passed on, and that order True. of things was passed on from the ma, right, the mother, to the daughter, and that from the son, from the father. Okay, and it was always through the birth of the mother, because you got to come through the mother. Now I have one question. When now, wait, you a minute, now, that, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I don't want to mm-hmm. get too 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 far ahead of you, and I want I want you to jump ahead of me too, so we can't get this mm-hmm. right. Okay. Okay. So there are beings that know, okay, and they have an inoperative, operative type of operation. Most of your churches, synagogues, whatever you call them, you know, uh, the Pope, uh, all of them have an order. True, true. Okay? You go to Knights of Temple, you can go on and on. The Knights of Columbus, you can go on and on. That's all of that. It's You know, you can get into it, right? The brotherhood, sacred brotherhood, you have the... Um, Society uh, of different types of order. Okay? John Burke Society. That was in Nixon. And getting into the odd fellow, when you're talking about Frank Sinatra and all of them, right? And the brotherhood there, right? So you get into different beings like the Order of Eagles. That is your Clinton, right? 
You get into the bush, they are in the white brotherhood, skull and bones, etc. So when you get into these orders, they all know. Okay? When it mm-hmm. comes to race, they all know that. Mm-hmm. But they keep it amongst themselves for power to rule the gullible and the ignorant. Okay? So when you say you are a Hebrew, you're falling in their trap. But as a substitute with the third, I'm trying to tell you something as a Mason. If you're a Mason, you should know right. if you're using the word Hebrew, you're falling into their trap. Because that is stagnating itself. It's just like a person... If, if you're right. understanding that you are a Mason and you understand the degrees going up into the degrees of three, I then you understand right. there must be a nine. Because three is interdimensional to the nine. Three times three is nine. Okay? okay. So, so, wait a minute. That why, wait a minute. I'm going to let you get the question. Say, but I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. you and see can you recognize something that you keep saying? Yeah. If you keep Listen. saying something, and you're supposed to be a mason, and you should know better. Okay. Now listen to me now. I'm, I'm trying to Is ask there a hope for a widow's son? Do you know better? Do you right. know better? Is there a hope for a widow's son? Are you, I'm about are to answer you. Really you. Knowing? Are you really knowing? Are you, Wait a minute. I'm going to tell you something. Let me do this right here for you. Because okay? if I say, if you know who you're talking for a widow's son, to, excuse me a minute, you, if you, you know who you're talking to, if you know who you're mm-hmm. talking to, because I just said something to you, right? Then yes. you should know in the brotherhood that we are, that you should not be saying you are a Hebrew. Okay, but let me explain it. If I'm saying okay, go I'm ahead. a hope of a widow's son, you automatically know I'm a Hebrew. A widow's son is a Hebrew. So if I'm walking in any order of anyone, if I say if there's any hope for a widow's son, because I am a traveler coming through. If a person don't recognize me, then they don't recognize Hiram and Abel, because Hiram was a widow's son. He's a Hebrew. They don't recognize Solomon. He is well, the king. You said you said he was Hebrew. He's a Hebrew. Solomon okay. is a Let's Hebrew. Let's do this right here. Where did the word Hebrew come from? Hiram and Abel. Right, but Hiram Hiram and Abel is, is a Hebrew Israelite. Wait a minute, hold it. There is a word Hebrew, and there is a word yeah. called Every, and there is another thing that you have to get into knowing what those words are and mean. Right. So if you're right. always but. trying to get to, as a mason, now, I'm not going to say too much to try to distort your mind the way that you're thinking. What I'm trying no. to do is get you on a level how these words are condescending to you. Right, but am I right about Then if you are a mason, then you should know that. What I'm saying is if you are a true mason of the three degrees of the light, then you should know better than to say you're a Hebrew. But then Solomon don't... Then you don't know what masonry is. Hold on. Masonry starts with the first, second, and third. That is the law of the widow's son. That's where it comes from. Is there hope for a widow's son? That means, is there hope for a Hebrew Israelite man? If I met you, if I met you by yourself, and I greeted you and talked to you by yourself. I'm saying you and me met, and we talked to each other by ourselves, okay? And we yes. met in the brotherhood that we're supposed to be in. There would be no discussion of a Hebrew. Okay, well, who was Solomon? Who was Hiram? 
called Hiram which is the story the of the first master. Get into Saul. Excuse me. When you get into the sun, you get into Saul. So you get into an energy there, and you get it into something that has been mistranslated, misquoted a lot of times. Okay, about beings that but, were raped. But son of man, son of man I want to ask you one now, question. Wait a minute. Let have me, let you have you became I'm a mason? I'm going to and I'm, I'm going to let you. Are ask you a mason? And I'm asking your question. What I'm saying okay. to you is, if you and me, I'm saying any other mason, and I go among masons, Scottish rites, everything, shriners, you know, I can go among them and talk to them and greet them, mm-hmm. and I can speak Arabic. Okay. So let me tell you something. Wait a minute. Let's do this. If you get into our language, okay, and we have a dialogue, uh, excuse me, a dialogue, and we communicate mm-hmm. in the brotherhood that we're supposed to be in, right? And we mm-hmm. get to that point of decision where we are greeting each other, then you should know you should not say you are a Hebrew. Let Same me, way with let the me. If Okay, I hear me out. Hear smile, me out. Listen to me careful now. If I'm communicating with a shrino, shrino, excuse me, right. and we're communicating, that would never come up like that because we are into that knowing, and if you know, but you know. Right. Right? Now. You would use the word, you and me would use the word a key. Right, because if you're saying Hebrew, then the God of the Hebrews falls under religion. And if the God of the Hebrew is a religion, then who is the religion of Allah? That's some. That's the Arabic. So if Arabic religion is Allah and the Hebrew religion, let's say it is I am that I am or Christ as we know today in modern day, then there's a conflict. We had a, yeah, we so had a discussion. The only I'm way asking. I would know you a Mason is by sign secrets. You would have to tell me the secret. Starting with the first. If you can't tell me the secret, and if you didn't greet right me, poet, if you didn't greet me right, my lips would be sealed to you. Exactly. But so as now, a, wait a mason, minute. if you didn't you, greet me right as a shriner, my lips would right. be sealed to you. If exactly. you didn't greet me right so, as a Scottish fight, or any, let me tell so, you this. If you know, wait a minute, let me do this. If you know something about different ways that we greet each other in the sisterhood and brotherhood of the orders, if you understand right. Eastern stars, daughter Fatima, you know, we're getting into things now, right? And we're talking, and we're able to communicate in the way that we're supposed to communicate. Put it like that, right? There has to right. be established a certain way to know who you are talking to. Right. There has to be a certain this way is, of knowing this. who is who. So then you this get is to how, that point. This is, this is how I talk to the president, and I send government because I have that right to do. So what I try to establish, and I'm not going to go into certain orders of the government because I know the Shriners is there. Oh, well, then I'm going to go right. you say you're not gonna to go the certain, certain order. Hold on. Wait, I a minute. Talk, wait a minute. I don't if deal I with certain judges because I know. If I was to talk to President Bush, and I don't know who I'm talking to, if I was to talk to Clinton, and I don't know who I'm talking to, if I was to talk to people out here that I meet in my travels, okay, and I don't know exactly who I'm talking to, why would I give something out and say something that is supposed to be sacred and secret among us to someone else? So you have to know who you're talking to. 
So if you don't know these orders that these beings are in, how are you going to communicate with them? If I go in a courtroom, and there's certain things I know about a courtroom, and that knowledge empowers me. I've been in the courtroom, and they shut it down, took me into the chambers, because I know who is who, and I know who I am in the lessons and the lessons that have been taught. So when a person accepts those types of truths, it empowers them. So what I'm saying to you is you're saying you all this knowledge and wisdom, but when you're talking to a being and you don't know who you're talking to, that is not wisdom. That is the reason we have the certain greetings, to know who is who. Don, quit muting me because I understand what he's saying and he understands me. Okay. You good, don't have to shut then. me. No, your daughter shut me down no, no, because I'm not she saying don't like want that. me to express nothing. But tell her to stop that. If you're expressing not. that you have, then you should be able not to debating. communicate in your travel. Now, if I go to a building and there are different types of beings in that building, hey, bro, I'm not muting you. I'm not even nowhere near the goddamn switchboard. All right, I apologize. Tell the people to stay out of the conversation. So that is, I understand, that is what I'm saying. Nigga, keep my name out your mouth. Well, the quit, quit muting yeah, me. The key to this is... Yeah, Don't make sense. It's your radio show. Company. The key to what we were talking about is sometimes... We think that we know this and we don't know it, and we got no. To get you got to allow me know. to talk so a lot of know stuff, but you got to allow me to answer a a minute about five minutes ago. I wanted to talk on that, and you went to ten more subjects. So that's not fair to say what I don't know. We were no, no, talking about the first you, three degrees. I was saying to you, from what you are expressing to me, and when you said you are right. Hebrew. And then you turn around and tell okay, me but see, but you said earlier we conflict because someone else have a belief. No Excuse me. If I am a Mason, there is no religion. Listen to me now. Now I'll wait a minute. I just said if you for, are I'm, a Mason, I'm a I'm a grandmaster, okay? So I understand well, exactly no what you're then saying no because religion. I can hold on. I can penetrate every house of the white man because I know his base. Now, if you part of the establishment of something, and let's say it is public, that means citizens are involved in something, and you have a power to grant some type of help or ruling, then I would know your house. But let's say if your house is not established within the District of Columbia because it has not got there yet, I know why it hasn't got there yet, because no one comes against a powerful house because it has a secret. And in that secret, it has an order of people that can carry out the law of that order. That's why everyone carries a sword. So as a mason, I carry a corrective sword. Now, if I enter into a Masonic, I'm going to ask you, what is the letter B? You're supposed to tell me, and you're supposed to spell it out for me. If you can't spell it out, you're not a mason. Of what? A print. You're not a uh, apprentice. If you ain't apprentice, how are you a fellow craft? How can you become a master mason, which is now a substitute? And it was given that in 1800 by Albert Pike. It only became a substitute because no one as a master had the right master word. So they named it a substitute when you trying to give the letters to. That's why I know it's a substitute name. 
That means no one in the master got the real master's name. So if Hiram had the, the master name and he would not pass it to Jubilo or Jubilee, which many of the Arabs are acting like Jubilo and Jubilee because they're going to steal the secret if there is a Hiram which represents the Hebrew Israelites. But he was a tribe of Nephitele. So when I debate in anything with a grandmaster, I'm always going to tell the truth. If you can't give me the lettering all the way up to the mastering before you get to the substitute word that you're describing as a female, then you got to explain where did a substitute come from. And it came starting in the 1860s, 1870s with Alba Pike. He created the 4th through 33rd degree. And the houses is broken up based on the chambers of the Confederation Alliance of the Secret Society, which built Washington, D.C., as we know it today. But the problem is Hiram is buried over in a grave with, with, um, with um, George Washington and Blake. And where the Congress is, today, because it is set up like an emblem of the Masonic Order, is where Hiram, that's why the federal government sits on a Confederate land, the Justice Department, because of Albert Pike. So who was Albert Pike? He's none of the above that you just mentioned, because he's a foreigner. Now, if he's a foreigner, why is the laws of July 4, 1776 ban him from the United States government. Why is he now, so they run, because I'm now describing Jubilee. I know in order for me as a hope for a widow's son, I'm going to have a Jubilee taking my what? I'm going to have a Jubilee taking my what? I'm going to have a Jubilee taking my what? You a mason. They're going to kill me in a fashion because of who I am. So why would I call myself a Hebrew if there's no hope for a widow's son? But there's hope for me because I now have a sword. Don't every Mason carry a sword? I know how to kill too. So if I come before any house and I tell them that there's hope for a widow's son, I don't give a damn. They don't tell me as a Hebrew. They're going to try to murder me anyway because they just murdered Hiram. But who murdered Hiram? The enemy. And guess what? They murdered you in slavery. They murdered my grandparents in slavery. Now I have it. Jubilo, Jubilee is not Mason. That's who Albert Pike and everyone else is. Those are not Masons. Those are Babylonians pretending to be Masons. Okay? They're, they're pretending to be so long as I know who Jubilo is, I say, who is Jubilo? Jubilee, Jubilo. Jubilee is a German. Who's Jubilo? Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'm on a case you know, now. You know, I could be I'm wrong, telling you who they are. But, uh, your voice, I'm a grandmaster. Wait a minute. Your voice sounds familiar with me. And the way that I'm listening to you, it is probably I have met you before. Your voice sounds very unique. Very unique. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I've been in the game. I know. I just been, been quiet for a few years. And uh, so, uh, you know, there would be a time that we would meet. I say that. And he wrote. Right. 
you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things you're saying, you know, is truthful. And so uh, let, me, let, let, let us go forward with this, okay? We are both right. in this together. All of us are in this together, you know, to get to something that we can do our best, you know, and uh, family structures and dealing with other people, you know, we would do our best. So uh, mm-hmm. I understand enough of what you said to get an understanding of it, okay? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just getting to something uh, that is a, a very unique way of talking to brothers and sisters of the light, as we use the word light, okay? We got a, uh, this is Guru um, coming in forward. Uh, we got another call, <coughs> Area code 843-325. Area code 843-325. You want in on the Son of Man show? The Noble Bowden? Area code 843-325. You want in on the Son of Man show? All right. Looks like they didn't... Uh, they didn't really want uh, in on the show there. All right. Hey, uh, you know, Noble Bodie, um, something you had mentioned earlier that was real strong um, when you was talking about uh, on number 19 on the tablets and how that wisdom is rarer than emblem, emerald and that they are found amongst the women who gather the grindstone. Be diligent as long as you live, always doing more that is commanded to you. Do not misuse your time while following your heart, for it is offensive to the soul to waste one's time. And it started off saying, be not arrogant of our knowledge. Take counsel with the ignorant as well as with the wise, for the limits of knowledge in any field has never been set, and no one has ever reached them. Wisdom is rarer than emerald, and yet they are found amongst the women who gather at the grindstone. Be diligent as long as you live, always doing more than is commanded to you of you. Do not misuse your time while following your heart, for it is offensive to the soul to waste one's time. And it's just like you said at the beginning, Hebrew Israelite, when you were saying you come in and you, you learn, you know, and you want to share your knowledge and you want to learn. Uh, from everything that everybody is saying and and how you were saying, Noble Bodhi, that the, on your travels you're bringing in the knowledge and everything that you have done. And so, you know, those, those levels of knowledge have never been reached. Those levels of knowledge will always keep growing and they'll always keep getting clearer. So that is one of the main powers that go on with our mind power. And... And mentioning something you had also talked about, Noble Bodhi, is uh, the mind. It's very important with the mind, as we had discussed on, uh, on the Don Nicoleone show, about when you have the successful connections with the human relationships and with the human mind, those minds have to harmonize. But that harmonization has to happen naturally. Other minds come together and they just naturally clash. And that's what causes a breakage up in relationships. So when you look at the business leaders, they know how to pick the right men. They know how to pick the right men and women who minds naturally harmonize. And so when the information is being brought out, instead of, uh, like Dr. York said in the Millennium book, instead of uh, uh, Nubians, uh, uh, the black race who 
take things in at, at an emotional level. The Caucasians actually take things in on an, an informational level, and they act as a body once that information comes in. And then the other line that goes along with that is that they not only take in the information and then act as a body, but then they realize that some information may need to be changed and renewed. So within that body of that information, they'll renew it and then send it back out. And so that's uh, a, a powerful flow that has to be uh, realized when dealing with uh, how how everybody talks and deal with each other and how all of this information gets put together and realized because when the mind's naturally harmonized, everything works together. Everything goes just the way it needs to go. And so, yeah, that, that is, uh, that's something strong that you brought forth, uh, uh, Nova Wodi, on that. Yeah, I appreciate the uh, comments and the way that we are rather, you know, really, uh, as I said, taking in the knowledge and wisdom that we receive. Uh, the one thing about communication is there's always two ways. You know, you got to communicate, you got to receive. And if you receive, you transmit. So it's a two-way. So even out there in the world where we are traveling amongst all kinds of beings from all different types of uh, comings into the plane of force of a division of El Nasut, you know, so when we are seeing beings and we're recognizing the difference in the beings as so as looking at them and seeing them, and then something else about those, as we say, are disguised, you know, and there are beings that also have transformations taking place. So when we look at what we look at and we have the science to see something the way that it really is, that is how we know who is who. So there are beings that know, and there are beings who are able to help us to get better at knowing. So that is the type of uh, receiving that we should be getting with our right frequencies. So that's what I was saying about the true light messenger beings here that are actually able to communicate with us and give us the guidance that we need too. So you were saying the trueness of a person being true to itself first is that's the recognizing of things that hinder a person from being in the true self the way it's supposed to be because truth is true. But we're working on it, and we're getting to that. And a lot of beings are exhaling fast, and they're producing too, getting things done. That's true. That is so true. And, you know, when you there's something on that mind power that um, I saw Dr. York bring forth multiple times in, like, the, the book, Does Religion Breed Ignorance? And I was the way he brought it forth made me really see because he was he was focusing on the children, and he said that it's all about the younger children and the younger generation. And when you're talking about that mind power that we were discussing earlier, he said, "Do not we don't need to be depriving." He said, "Deprive multiple times, deprive, deprive. We don't need to deprive the children, deprive the children." And so when we, we were talking about the mind power that needs to be used to design one's life and not be in the fear of religious circumstances, but to know that your mind is that power and that force, 
when you when you when I looked at him using deprive the children of like the customs, deprive the children because some uh, uh, some thought processes say you know the the colleges are of the white man and it's evil. Don't send your children to college, you know. Um, so many different things that have been put out there. Depriving is going into that mind power and denying the person the possession or the use of something. Now, it's still their mind, right? But the things that get installed in a child's mind, in a person's mind, can be used to deprive that mind, them accessing their mind power because they have accepted that and believe in that, and then they create it as thinking that it's a knowing. But it's really not a knowing. It's really them being deprived of all of the things that they should actually be getting into for the, to get their purpose in life. Um, and so I, I see the power of using that word deprived. That's something that cannot happen when we're working with children. We cannot deprive them of the information. We cannot deprive them of, you know, going out and exploring the world and and being right. stuck in the restrictions, you know, stuck in all of those restrictions. That that right mm-hmm. there is is crazy because them restrictions right. slow the children down. And um, they, yeah, we got another. Oh, go ahead now. I was saying because right, they're lacking experience. And ex- right, and experience is the best teacher, you know, life, going through life. That's going to teach them, the, you know, the best. And that's how they will know instead of guessing yeah. or thinking, you know, or remedial thinking, if you want to put it like that. But, yeah. Right. We got another call. 404 Okay. 404 You're on the Son of Man show with Noble Bodie. Great day, everybody. It's going through. Everybody doing What's up, man? I was just listening to um, earlier, not to backtrack, but what uh, Hebrew Israelite was saying. Um, You got to wear a cover on the show and just spit and shit out, and it's supposed to be uh, facts because he said so. And I just wanted to clear up two points. The one point, he was talking about the uh, secret name or the lost word of masonry. Uh, Albert Pike said that the last word of Freemasonry was U, and um, H-U. Uh, they tried to take it down to a Jewish God, but it's, it's still H-U. And when you're dealing with the story of Achiram Aram Abyss, uh, who built King uh, Solomon's uh, uh, tomb or whatever, uh, what do you call that yet, King Solomon's tomb? That's 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 not to be made to take literally. Uh, um, he's a widow's son because he's his own person, and King's uh, Solomon uh, tomb represents the body. So this is somebody that's working on the body, on his lower nature to strive to get to his higher God self. So you can't take all this information, be it esoterical or exoterical or religious and mix it all up in a blender and just come up with what you think it is. I mean, it's facts behind all these teachings, and it could be traced back. So, yeah, I just want to put that on record. The secret word that um, Freemasonry had that Apple Pike said was you, and Chilma Biff represents man or woman working on themselves, to bring themselves to the highest self. 
the temple, born, born the tolerant temple meaning a body, being born a body. Two. I'm done One with thing that. About That's why I had to born add two. on. Born to answering you, a son of man was talking to me in secret because when you take an oath, you do maintain secret unless you are part of the secret. So if you are not part of the secret, then the son of man has to agree with me that then you are called an eavesdropper. He knows the penalty of an eavesdropper. You never can discuss something you don't know because you never became it. So you just said I've read Albert Pike's book, and he only no, talked about it you. I didn't say Listen, I read Albert Pike's Albert book. Pike, no, I did Because you don't know the secret. Sure. Albert Pike sure. made it. Let sure. me finish real quick. Albert Pike made it clear in his book that his secret is 4 through 33, because even he is not a 1, 2, and 3. He only written the 4 through 33. If you would have heard the son of man and me talk, we clearly said a mason only have three degrees. So technically, you went to Albert Pike, who made up four through 33. But you're not explaining yourself because you never became a mason. I'm so sorry. if you're a traveler, so that means you can't read a book and then say what I'm doing. That's an eavesdropper under the Masonic Code. And so when you ever join a mason, they're going to ask you, what do you know about it? It's better you say nothing because you don't know. And if you do, then they're going to test you of your knowledge. And if you don't have no knowledge, then you look like a fool before the order. They won't take you because you are you foolish. So the goal is don't talk something you don't know. Find a lodge and join it. Go through the walk and then say, okay, this is what I understand. Until then, you cannot come on the radio and call out a true mason when you never <laughs> practiced. You never became a mason, sir. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. You, right. You're a psycho. Uh, so, you so, so be, be, okay, so, so besides all that bullshit, you, you just spoke about nothing. The fact still remained that the secret word that Albert Pike said was the free, the lost word of Freemasonry was Hugh. And also, Chairman Biff, the story of Chairman Biff. It's not supposed to be taken literally. It's supposed to be taken allegorically. And this, and because he's a widow's son, just like all Masons are supposed to be, is because they're their own architects. They're their own grand designers. They're the ones who carve an un, uh, uncut stone into a cube. That's the body. King Solomon Temple represents the body. And all this information that you get is still coming from white people, from Scottish. I mean, you get your shit from the Greeks. We got a master teacher that's giving us shit straight from um, Egypt that's never even been taught before. Like, you got so much little bit, you, you're confused, and it's okay. But I'm not here to argue with you because truth is going to defend itself. You could continue on rambling and rambling and really ain't saying nothing. But as 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 me being a part of Real Nigga Radio and a part of this family, Whenever you come on board and proclaim that something is correct, and I know it's not, I'm gonna step up and say something about it. So that's all I got to. Uh, that's all I got to say about this. A uh, little. One thing I have to give confirmation. Let me give confirmation. Yeah, one thing I have to give confirmation. As an eavesdropper. 
Let, now, let me give confirmation about something, okay? There's, it's time for confirmation. It's time to remove some of the doubt that people have about some of us on WGAG. Uh, for instance, I'm just going to use my daughter in reference of something. There's things about the Shriner that my daughter knows, okay? She knows, okay? And I'm just saying that in that respect, things that she knows that a lot of Shriners don't know. I'm just saying it like that. Because you're talking about a universal L-E-L. That's what you're not saying. If you're a Mason, you know something about religion. You're talking about the universal L-E-L. And new L-E-L. So that's universal knowledge and wisdom. Granted to whom and new chooses to give it to and the way that they work, they children and all works, is to limit people from an all-intelligent source, universal. Like I said, my daughter knows things Shriners don't know. And I know she knows. That's something I know. Hey, uh, Noble Bowden. I was just saying, when Burns Sue was talking and Burns Sue was saying something, we have to get to a point where we listen to the source of intelligence and all source of intelligence. Because in truth, if you want to know about the Masons, they have no secrets. So you know, have to understand things in the order. An announcement, in the uh, order real of quick. No. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, we got a quick announcement. We got uh, two more minutes, and then we're going into overtime. You want to call in, Skype in to join the discussion at 347-884-9239. That's 347-884-9239. Maybe if you can't join us uh, for overtime. I want to say have a great day and have a strong beginning. And also, get ready for the Man of the Hour that follows the Son of Man show. And then after the Man of the Hour at 9 p.m. tonight, we got the Ancient History Show, the Don Nicoleone Flashback Show, which is great shows from the past, from the ancient times of Don Nicoleone. So you will enjoy, you're going to enjoy that show tonight as always. And so everybody want to get ready for that. And if you want to call in or Skype in before we go into overtime, we've got like one more minute to go to join the discussion. It's uh, 347-884-9239. Okay. Uh, I, have, I haven't never had to uh, dial in. I always stayed on. So my mic is still open, and I do not have to call oh. back in. No, no, you don't have to call in. That's just for anybody who wants to be a caller on your show. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. are on there. You are in. Nova Bodhi, you're in. Um, we actually have okay. another caller that came on. Uh, we got um, we got two callers. It's uh, area code 760-693. You're on the Son of Man show with Nova Bodhi. My check. My check. I had to just go out and come in, you know, so that I wouldn't get cut off during overtime. Oh, okay. All right. And then we got uh, area code seven seven zero three eight five. You're on the Son of Man show with Noble Bodhi. Uh, yes, this is just Brother Chris Tahoe Tepa Moon. I was just uh, agreeing with Vaughn Sue said. Um, I also was a traveling man too, and I went through degrees, and everything that Vaughn Sue hit it was exactly right knowledge, uh, and the Son of Man hit right knowledge. Because you got to understand, there's also other people who been walked through or traveling too. 
I hadn't spoke to many people about me being a traveler because I was appointed by the master himself to me to become a traveling man too also and also moved up in the scale of being 32nd also. And like you said, everything after the third degree was honorary degree. And we got to understand it right now, like the Son of Man said, them, was, uh, them wasn't real degrees anyway. So uh, and he, he gave the code when he said three times three is nine. We had nine degrees, and we only gave them three. So that's even dealing with Albert Pike and all the other guys. So going through here the right knowledge, uh, Son of Man definitely tapped in right knowledge. So you know, a lot of people don't understand. We had the grandmaster teacher who came here and taught, taught taught us about masonries and you know like you said it ain't no real secret no more because you can go on the computer you can go to barn and nobles and you can go to all around and read up on all these uh you know secrecy so-called secrecy that they say they have but uh that's right knowledge i just want to you know just tap in on piggyback what barn sue and the son of man was saying they exactly hit it on the head uh uh um, about the brother, right black hebrew you can't join none of those orders Son of Man was talking about Unless you are a third degree Mason Did you not hear you what I just told you? Did I not right. hear you what so, I Right, but why do the Shriners Want you to be a third degree? Because the only true Masons Is the third degree, the one, two, three You're not a Mason In four through thirty-three You are you're a traveler, but you're not a Mason Unless you uphold the first three degrees I went through the M and M, bro. I know what you're talking about. That's what I'm okay, trying to tell you. So, so you can't say Born Sue was right because he's he, not I can't say that. I can't say no, that. <laughs> because okay, I'm not gonna argue. Son of man, continue going on. I'm not gonna argue with this Son brother. Man, man. we're talking in okay, secret. Okay, um, um, are there any more callers? Are there any more callers? Because uh, we don't want to get in a stagnation like we do sometimes. We want to get right. people involved. So we can collectively get into, you know, talking to people, receiving from people, and expounding on things that are very relative for the day and time we're living in. Uh, we are very sentimental. Make, make them make so them. Make them make Let's get to Wait a minute. Let's get to this. Uh, you know, is there anybody else that want to call in and talk to us? Uh, we want to have a broad conversation today, dialect today. I mean, excuse me, dialogue today. You know, with people that are able to get some input and put something into it and take something out of it. Uh, that's uh, that's that's all the calls that's on right now, uh, son of man. So that anybody want to yeah, speak that's about something, you know, other than what we just spoke about, because we want to get into another broad section, you know, of someone asking some questions and being able to talk about something. So we can keep this moving. After all, you know, this is a show that we want everybody input in, and we can get to something that we need to hear. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause don't want to get stagnated on that subject. It's uh, you know enough been spoken on it. <laughs> um, you know, I was uh, going going on what you were talking about earlier, and just the broadness of uh, how everything. Is laying out when we when we going over the power of the mind and going over how everything should be going forth. Like when when we're talking about the, the the children and the mind and 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 people's mind when they come up out of sleep. And uh, one of the things that Doctor York have brought out in does religious does religion breed ignorance? He said 
that it's time to, he said, let's prepare and get the kids educated properly in the country they're in. It's all right to learn Arabic, Hebrew, Aramaic, or Syriac. However, it's more important to know the languages of the country you are in and know it well. And I mean proper English, not slang or broken English. Make sure the kids learn proper English and your kids are getting educated right to make sure the children are getting a well-rounded education and that they are exposed to different cultures, which will help them become a well-rounded person because I'm going to tell a secret of mine for years. For years, the one thing I've always done, I wrote a lot of things in the book that were not necessary, and they were science, and they were biology, and they were geography. You might not understand why I wrote a whole book on anatomy. I did that because I saw that somewhere along the line, a lot of young kids were listening to me as a leader. They were dropouts and misfits to society and weren't reading anything and weren't doing anything. I had the young crowd listening. Then something dawned on me. I said, I, I, have to, I have a responsibility not only to teach this answer fanatical doctrine, I had to figure out a way to weave in things they will need in their everyday lives. That's why sometimes I might seem like I'm an over-elaborate on science, astronomy, anthropology, geography, and the like. I might explain latitude and longitude because I'm educating you on how to read maps. I might be talking about blood and talk about the circulatory system versus the respiratory system. I'm just trying to teach them about the anatomy of their human body. And that was my way to do this very day. I am teaching you astronomy and a lot of things. I just cut straight through and go directly to the facts. Now I'm sending you to the libraries to learn and research, to learn about the planets, to learn about Mars and Jupiter and Saturn. Some of you are going to the library and reading about the missiles. And we know that's the Internet now. Not only the library, but we're going on the Internet and getting all this knowledge about astronomy, about military, about anything that's on the Internet now. Uh, continue reading. I want you to read about the Voyagers 1 and Voyagers 2 and find out about when, when and why they went into outer space. I'm talking about the economic situation and how the President of the United States, Bill Clinton, is trying to solve it. You're going to turn on the news and start listening. When he starts talking, you're going to hear what he's starting to say, and you're going to see the changes taking place. You will know why there are floods and all these earthquakes and why they are all taking place now. I'm trying to raise you spiritually. I'm also trying to give you an education that you won't get on the streets. I'm not going to just sit around and tell you that all white people are the devil and all black people are angels because it's simply not true. I'm tired of the stupid game because this is not taking the Nubian race anywhere. What Nubians need to do is produce some lawyers and some doctors and above that some scientists. We need to be in NASA. That's the reality. Because if you're on the outside of reality, you can walk and live in the world, a non-realistic world, and don't face what's, take, what's taking place in front of you every day for what they call from sunup to sundown, and that's real. You're not a part of, and there's a strong point right here that helped, that helped um, the thought process. And when people go up against mainstream 
and why we need to be connected to that and understand what's happening. And I'm reading from, uh, uh, to Neff, I'm reading Does Religion Breed Ignorance, uh, the last five pages. He said that you're not a part of mainstream because you stepped out of reality. I'm trying to take the Nubian nation back into reality. And then the adults can make sure the next generation of kids will get properly educated so they will become effective. My personal belief is my business, whether I'm a Mason or a Shriner or Elk or a Knight of Columbus, the focus is on the children and providing them with a better environment. I'm not going to deprive the kids of going to Walt Disney World or Six Flags. We all as adults have to get together and make it happen. We just can't live like that. We can't deprive ourselves by walking around with the black thing attitude. The only thing we're doing is depriving ourselves and our children, and mainly our children, of some of the better things in life. We have some of the better things in life. We have to take the, this film off our eyes and get back into mainstream and then we will see how effective our doctrine teachings are. That's a powerful statement about mainstream and the knowledge of the entire world right there. So we have to take this film off our eyes and get back into mainstream. And then we will see how effective our doctrine, our doctrine teachers are. As long as we're standing on the outskirts patting each other on the back, and flattering each other, we didn't know what was going on. So I asked the question again, does religion breed ignorance? The answer is yes, definitely yes, because religion makes you ignore all of the scientific, astrological, and archaeological facts that are in undisputable. And because of this ignorance, there is racism. Because you are constantly ignoring the facts, for a fictitious place called heaven, and this is what I mean by ignorance. Prior to this book and the many other books that are published by the Holy Tabernacle Ministries, you ignored the facts which were there all along. You were too blind to see them, and because the spell is being lifted, you will be able to see many of the traps that you have fallen victim to all these years. The biggest one is called religion. So that's how he finished out the Does Religion Breed Ignorance book. Turn down. I thought those were very, very strong. strong points. Mm-hmm. Very strong points, you know? Because, like, he even went in and said, hey, you know, everything that we're doing is for the children. We got to get our minds right for them. Yeah. The only thing right I know what you just said, and, and, my it, brother, and the thing is, Google, you, and the brother, thing is, let me give it to you like this, my sister. What you just read needs to be read again, because what I'm saying and what I'm hearing is what we need to hear and what we need to be about. Because I'm going to say this, and it's very personal with me. Very personal with me. Our children are very important in the structure. Of the family in the future Very important And I know Somebody in my family Spend thousands and thousands of dollars On their children To get them educated I know that 
And I know that someone in this family structure has got their mind set on developing the continuity fortitude of these children to be rounded with that type of education. A self-reliancy has got to be established in the children, and you cannot deprive them. I was listening to a conversation with one of my granddaughters here in this house, and the way that my daughter and all of us were in that involved in that conversation, and I was electrically charged with the energy of what my granddaughter did by what my daughter has imposed on her, not to deprive her. So these are the type of things that are working. These are the type of things that need to be read again so people can really get it. Yeah, I agree, Noble Bodie. I'm going to bring a call in, and then I'll read that again. Um, Eric code 832-693. You're on the Son of Man show with Noble Bodie. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the call? Yeah. Area code 832-693. You're on the Son of Man show with Noble Bodie. All right, here. How everybody doing this morning? Uh, Greetings, what time today? Uh, I just wanted to say um, I uh, want to speak up to Don. How you doing, Don? This great babe, long time no here. I just tuned into your show in, in like years, but uh, I just say, man, I, I like you know uh, listening to all y'all and everything y'all said. I had been trying to say for years and you know just listen to your whole dialogue with each other you know what I'm saying it was pretty awesome I don't care if y'all didn't all agree you know what I'm saying just the way y'all came across to each other still respectfully you know what I'm saying um, as as men you know what I'm saying uh, this is awesome I love it y'all made my day you know what I'm saying I would love to hear more and I will try to tune in more and catch up with this show that I just tuned into I guess it was the most high leading me to listen to this I needed to hear it uh, and everything y'all about, that's what I'm about in life. Uh, I'm about giving my life for that, for these youngsters, for they know, you know what I'm saying, for they can't get uh, deprived uh, and, and, and um, you could say physically or mentally raped uh, by not knowing uh, what's going on, you know what I'm saying, in life. So, you know, my whole mission, I don't know everything, all the knowledge that y'all know, but I will travel and uh, try to get there to where y'all at. But for I can pass that knowledge on to our younger generation. But I just wanted to say, you know what I'm saying, kudos to everybody on the show today. And you done, still love all y'all, all my people, and every every all the knowledge I get today, and no homo to what the young kids will say today. Uh, I love y'all brothers. That's the real knowledge I gave today. That's what's up. And about keeping the um, child-like manner and the child shall lead them. Children are the best listeners and observers there are on the planet. That's when we are at our best, at listening and absorbing and observing. And if we keep that nature of observing what is around us, and just like he said, that self-dependency, Look around you. Can you make or do you understand how everything that's around you is made? If you don't, try to find out how it's made. And do you know how to do it or does somebody around you know how to make that thing that's a part of your daily life? That's part of the self-dependency. 
being producers of the things that we actually use and being observers of our our surroundings at all times. Hey, and and just to add, before you go in, Guru, and read that again, I I kept hearing um, how you pass it to the children. Well, you know what? That's directly connected to adults having childlike minds. Adults have become so rigid, so stiff, that they're losing their using their um, youthfulness, so to speak. You know, they yeah. they lost that yeah. ability to communicate. There's no way you can communicate with the child if you can't even like, get to their level, so to speak. You use no way you're going to do that. You that's that's the problem. And I heard them say that adults have become start patting each other on the back. That's you know, and and, right. and that's the problem. You know, when you keep that a uh, so-called adult-like mind, no, get the child-like mind because a child can always be ready to receive and is like a sponge and can get it all. And when we were children, we would always sit amongst each other and, like, talk and totally communicate and be on that same vibrational thought. You know what I'm saying? And that's how, you know, we kept things flowing as youngsters, as children, so to speak, as adolescents. That's lost. And that's why you have such a generational gap. That's why there's so much misunderstanding between the generations because they've gotten so out of touch and don't keep their youthfulness. You can have a youthful that's mind. Right. You can be a, a you know a youthful individual at an older age, so to speak. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the ways of the world turn you into an old person. Saying right. this is how you have to act. This is how you have to relate. No, it's, it's about relation. If it's about relating. Then you stay with that one you're trying to relate to. The young people, you stay young. That's right. That's well, that's right, man. You made me, you made me really worried about that. Because uh, all my nephews, my niece and nephews, they relate to me, and they tell me stuff that they don't tell their parents, and their parents always ask me, how did I get them to tell me that? Uh, I, I tell them because you too still for them to tell you that. And right now, they, you know, they – you know, I'm kind of like the black sheep of the family. So, therefore, they'll open up to me more than they will any of them. So, that's kind of like they kind of put me in a predicament by making me the black sheep to make all their kids come tell me they're bad. Where I could approach them because they're not going to approach their parents. And I'd be the one to approach their parents with the problem they have with them to ask them could they do it. And they'd be like, well, how, why did they tell you that they didn't tell me? Well, I, you know, you know, fortunately, they didn't feel comfortable, they didn't feel comfortable telling you but I'm here to tell you for him. You know, you know, just, you know, your son got this problem going on at school and he didn't think he could come across to you. I'm telling you now, deal with it. You know, I'm just saying like, you just, you know, you just saying that it made me feel that I guess that was my mission upon my family because right now all my younger generation of uh, niece and nephews, they all open up to me, tell me anything. Because right. I got three, because I have three children all under the age of ten, and my ages, I'd be considered a generation older than my children. But I don't want to lose that connect with my babies. I don't, you know, what I'm saying? I do not want to deprive them, have them out of touch, not experience it because I'm older than them. You know what I'm saying? That's so you always right. got to keep that young mind. Yep, you yeah, definitely that's do. That's true. right now. Hey, uh, we got another caller, uh, four seven eight three two one. You're on the Son of the Man show. Four seven eight three two one. Great, great day, Neff. Great day, Son of Man. How y'all doing? It's baby love. Great day, baby, baby love. Great day. Great day. Baby I love. Just, hey, I just wanted to agree with Neff, keeping it. You know, I got a one year old and a five year old. So you know, I mean, just I want to stay in touch with my children too. 
I think people get older and you kind of, you just, you know, old-fashioned. You kind of stuck in, you know, well, you know, like, oh, we used to walk 10 miles to get to school days, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Right, right, right. When they get yes. the jet right to school and the, and the, and the ride or something, yeah. <laughs> right. they, they get to, to, to ignoring and be dismissive of people. The retarded people in the neighborhood talk to me. Why? Because they know I'm listening. People that won't say anything, there's most people that won't say anything to because you know they're, they're mentally retarded, they're mentally slow, whatever. They will sit and talk to me because they know I'm actually listening. So a lot of the times the children are not listening to older people because they become dismissive and not really listening to what they're saying. They might half hear them, but they're not really listening. But if you're truly listening, the children know, and even people who are slow in the mind, know who is the person that's going to listen to me, and that's the person that I'm going to open up my mouth to. I think the thing that uh, is uh, very strong about family structure with children is you have to have a dialogue with your children, and you have to have fun with your children. You have to enjoy your children, too, and they have to have a freedom to be, you know, creative, that they're creative force of will in them. So you have a, a certain type of way to talk to your children and get them to step up, so to speak, and the confidence that they need to do things. So when we're talking about not depriving the child, we're talking about giving the child a free will to execute the creative spirit, spirit of force that's inside of them. The mental plane of existence is universal. So we have to get them to understand that science, too. And a lot of times the parents are identifying that type of energy that they can get it. So when you're hindering a child, like you said, and you want to do everything and not let the child do something, so we have to get to the point where we let the child be free to get things done because you have to remove the word can't out of them. You know, you have to remove that word. And so I, I just listen and learn a lot. And I will say this, in the last nine years, uh, when you're dealing with people in your family and even other young children, you have to let them know that they have abilities and the capabilities of doing things and they have to utilize that willpower they have in the creative spirit of process in them. So a lot of times we can overdo things for a child, and a child becomes dependent on us to the point they won't do right. They won't do the things they need to do. So exposure and traveling and getting out there, and then they get out there and you're not there, and they got to deal with it. That's right. You know, so yeah. you have the lessons That's that, that you give them and build up their continuity and fortitude expanding and that thought that they have to say, okay, let me, I got to do it. And then they get to doing it. You know, that's what we talk right. about, not yeah. depriving a child. You know, yeah. and uh, I'm listening and learning myself, you know, that it really works. Yeah, and a lot of them just don't know. I'm, I, you know, not to cut anybody off, but. A lot of them just don't know because I, you know, found out like not too long ago. I mean, the simplest stuff you're saying, like that we know we don't heard all our life about the doctors and lawyers and all that. It, it sounds simple, but guess what? They don't hear that. They don't hear that from no. They don't hear that from a uh, majority of our people because I asked some little kids that one day. You know, they was young and they was around. You know, I guess they, you know, they, I don't know them, but, you know, they've been around. They've been around. They knew, you know, they was around and talking about selling dope and stuff. And these little, little bitty kids shouldn't have been talking about this. Uh, and so I was like, wow, 
I say, why would y'all, you know, and I, you know, instead of just, you know, really just getting on them, you know, see, this is what makes me the difference to relate to them. Instead of just getting on them, like, don't y'all be talking about selling no dope and all that? I actually asked them questions. I wanted to know why was they even talking like that. So I was like, why would y'all want to be drug dealers? They was like, huh? You get to make money, man. You get to, and they telling me why they want to be a drug dealer. I say, do you know? And I say, you know what happened with drug dealers, though, don't you? Huh? They like, yeah, well, yeah, they go to jail. Yeah, you go to jail. You, I know, cause you know, some of your dad is gone now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, they go to jail. I said, why your dad is gone. I say, but you know, if you become a doctor, you know, doctors and lawyers make way more money than them, and they don't go to jail. They say, what? They don't go to jail. <laughs> they was for real. They did not know this. <laughs> they say, what? For real? They don't go to jail? I say, no, nah, they don't go to jail, and they make more money. They was like, what? They stopped, and immediately stopped talking <laughs> like gangsters and trying to be dope sellers. So I was like, was it, that, it was that simple? <laughs> uh, to myself, I didn't know, it was that simple just to tell them why? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, they around people who just not telling them. So they just need to know on the cool. It sounds so simple, but the simplest stuff, they just need to know. We The simplest stuff not even getting out there no more. That's all I'm saying. You got a great point on that, and there's a major key word that you used, major key word that made it simple. When you saw them, you didn't come at them to dog them out. You came at them, the first thought in your mind was, how do I relate to them? So what that means, you took your mind and was like, what's on their mind? And what was the next move in relating? You asked them questions to get what was on their mind. Then, instead of going off on a, on a wild tangent and, and dogging them out on what their answer was, you got what they was truly thinking, and then you gave them something, new information that they didn't know about. That's what makes it real simple. It's the way you mentally approach to relate to their minds. You have to say, hey, I'm here to relate with them and see, you know, see what they're thinking, and then from there, you was thinking about taking them up and not beating them down. See the difference? It was all in the, in the mental thought process of how you wanted to relate to them. You wanted to relate to them to give them some freedom of thought process, and that helped well, them I, right there. It's like, wow. Well, I used, to be, I used to be them, though, see? And so that's why I think not to do that, because I was there one time like everybody else, man. I had seen enough with these young guys. And, and uh, come on, I came up through I came up through the 90s era, I came up through that era, I came up being taught to be lost, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, when, you know, seeing, you know, I came from them, so I couldn't do that, because I, I didn't want nobody to do it to me, they didn't understand me, they just looked at me and judged me for the way I looked, and straight assumed that I was a bad person, so I know how it feels to be done like that, so to me, that what makes me come at kids different, but I was at a point, even though I went through that, and that I had got older and lost those type of ways, Seeing them do that, it used to upset me. You know, I was running around on the, I wish, you know, wish they would type of thing. Like, boy, I can't wait to one of these youngsters. The stuff I see that they doing to people, I can't wait to one of them doing to me, thinking they don't know where I come from, where I can show them what really a G is about. So I couldn't wait to really hurt one of them. <laughs> and he's a kid. <laughs> one day, I thought about it, I was like, well, I'm sitting right here waiting to, like, to mess up somebody's child. I was like, I can't be doing that. I was like, I had to change my frame of thought. I was like, man, I can't be doing that. So I had to change on the way I was um, coming at them 
Like, coming out, I was like, man, I know I used to be for them, so I should be running around here trying to beat them up. You know what I'm saying? Wait till one of them come in here before I could beat them up. I just went around trying to just, you know, really just tell them what I went through because I went through what they went through, so I know the hurt uh, that they was feeling. So, you know, I used to go around and do it. You know, done, no, I used to do it. I don't do it no more, but I used to go around and, and try to spread as much as I can. You know, life just got the best of me, kind of beat me up. I kind of not, you know, stopped getting out there like that. But I kind of know where they're coming from, so I can't do it. So it made me change my ways and saying, well, you know what? How can I blame them for something that they don't even know about? You see what I'm saying? Like, right. how can I want to hold them? They just how can got I hold them? And, yeah, and they ain't nobody even told them. Like, the most high, he, he, doesn't, he, he don't hold up against what we don't know, so I can't be doing that to them. Like, that's what I'm trying to, I, you know, I need to do what he's doing to us to them. I can't hold that against them because they don't know. Ain't nobody taught them. They father ain't there. Come on, we just do the statistics. We don't want to go through statistics. If I go through statistics and, and common sense, I know that they ain't had two parents to just raise them on earth. You see what I'm saying? So, and this is the majority. It's some, but the majority. The majority ain't had two parents. So I can't be running around here trying to hurt these kids because ain't nobody taught them. That's stupid. You know, and I, and I saw, I've seen a lot of people doing that. I was like, how you want to, you know, I tell them, uh, uh, these guys got these tattoos and they, how they going to get a job? I was like, I guess they sure not going to get one with you because they might have made that mistake of getting a tattoo. But looking at you, you going to hold that example for the rest of his life. If he got that tattoo, he ain't going to never get a job. <laughs> you feel sad? You know, you need to go through the the process of seeing how to help them instead of hindering them. That's all I was saying. You know, I, I would keep fighting trying to fool. It's not hindering no more. They they got enough to deal with as it is to take on me. That's the point right there. It's not hindering them no more. Not hindering them. And, um, yeah, Noble Bodie, um, yeah, I'll read through that again because that is, that is so strong, what was brought out here. And uh, that's a... Uh, the, does religion breed ignorance? And you can get that at All Eyes on Egypt in Monticello, Georgia. It reads, let's prepare and get the kids educated properly in the country they're in. That's right. All Eyes on Egypt, Monticello, Georgia. <laughs> let's prepare and get the kids educated properly in the country they're in. It's all right to learn Arabic, Hebrew, Aramaic, or Syriac. However, it is more important to know the language of the country you're in and know it well. And I mean proper English, not slang or broken English. Make sure the kids learn proper English and your kids are getting educated right. Make sure the children are getting a well-rounded education and that they are exposed to different cultures, which will help them become a well-rounded person because I'm going to tell you a secret of mine. For years, the one thing i always done, I wrote a lot of things in the book that were not necessary, and they were science, and they were biology, and they were geography. You might not understand why I wrote a whole book on anatomy. I did that because I saw that somewhere along the line, a lot of young kids were listening to me as a leader. They were dropouts and misfits, to society and weren't reading anything and weren't doing anything. I had the young crowd listening. Then something dawned on me. I said I have a responsibility not only to teach 
this Ansar-Finetical doctrine. I had to figure out a way to weave in things they will need in their everyday lives. I had to figure one more time. I had to figure out a way to weave in things they will need in their everyday lives. Three times a charm. I had to figure out a way to weave in things they will need in their everyday lives. That's why sometimes I might seem like I'm over-elaborate on science, astronomy, anthropology, geography, and the like. I might explain latitude and longitude because I'm educating you on how to read maps. I might be talking about blood and talk about the circulatory system versus the respiratory system. I'm just trying to teach them about the anatomy of their human body. And that was my way. To this very day, I'm teaching you astronomy and a lot of things. I just cut straight through and go directly to the fact. Now I'm sending you to libraries to learn and research, to learn about the planets, to learn about Mars and Jupiter and Saturn. Some of you are going to the library and reading about the missiles. I want you to read about the Voyagers 1 and Voyagers 2 and find out about about them and when and why they went into space, into outer space. I'm talking about the economic situation and how the President of the United States, Bill Clinton, is trying to solve it. You're going to turn on the news and start listening. When he starts talking, you're going to hear what he's starting to say, and you're going to see the changes taking place. You will know why there are floods and all these earthquakes and why there are all these things taking place now. I'm trying to raise you spiritually. I'm also trying to give you an education that you won't get on the streets. I'm not just going to sit around and tell you that all white people are the devil and all black people are angels because it simply is not true. I'm tired of the stupid game. I'm tired of the stupid game because that is not taking the Nubian race anywhere. What Nubians need to do is produce some lawyers and some doctors. And above that, some scientists we need to be in NASA. That's the reality. Because if you're going on the outside of reality, you can walk and live in the world, a non-realistic world, and don't face what's taking place in front of you every day. For what they call the sun, up, uh, excuse me, let me read that one more time. Because if you're on the outside of reality, you can walk and live in the world, a non-realistic world, and don't face what's taking place in front of you every day for what they call from sun up to sun down, and that's real. You're not a part of mainstream because you stepped out of reality. I'm trying to take the Nubian nation back to into reality. And then the adults can make sure the next generation of kids will get properly educated so they will become effective. My personal belief is my business, whether I'm a mason or a shriner or an elk or a knight of Columbus. The focus is on the children and providing them with a better environment, three times a charm. The focus is on the children and providing them with a better environment. The focus is on the children and providing them with a better environment. 
I'm not going to deprive the kids of going to Walt Disney, going to Disney World or Six Flags. We all as adults have to get together and make it happen. We just can't live like that. We can't deprive ourselves by walking around with the black thing attitude. The only thing that we are doing is depriving ourselves and our children, and mainly our children, of some of the better things in life. We have some of the better things in life. We have to take this film off our eyes and get back into mainstream, and then we will see how effective our doctrine teachings are. As long as we're standing on the outskirts, patting each other on the back and flattering each other, we didn't know what was going on. So I asked the question again, does religion breed ignorance? The answer is definitely yes, because religion makes you ignore all of the scientific, astrological, and archaeological facts that are undisputable. And because of this ignorance, there is racism. Because you are constantly ignoring the facts for a fictitious place called heaven, and this is what I mean by ignorance. Prior to this book and the many other books that are published by the Holy Tabernacle Ministries, you ignored the facts which were there all along. You were too blind to see them. And because the spell is being lifted, you will be able to see many of the traps that you have fallen victim to all of these years. The biggest one is called religion. So, yeah, that's, that's so strong. That is so strong. The focus is on the children and, and, and how to take the knowledge that's being learned and have given them that freedom and being connected to what's going on in the world. That's where you see the effectiveness of the knowledge, not just staying amongst and keeping it uh, and patting each other on the back, like Neff was just saying. That's like keeping it and not going out and testing that knowledge and testing that information and giving that freedom to the children and giving them a better environment, giving them the exposure to have them reach the highest levels that they can reach. They got things that their talents and their mind power at an early age can take them to. They can get to places because they had that freedom, and, and, and like Neff was saying about the child's mind and being like a child in life, one of the powerful things about that is what is the old saying? The old saying is a child is full of life. That mind of the child is full of life. That is not a, a, a statement to be taken lightly. You say when you're thinking about life, when you got that mind of a child, you're full of life because you're not having those restrictions or those things that would take your mind out and be stuck on, on things that will keep it locked down and in mental imprisonment, as you mentioned at the beginning. Say so you don't want to have the children in mental imprisonment. You say you have to show the younger people that we love them by not subjecting them to the mental imprisonment that we put ourselves through. See that? Say we can't put them in that mental imprisonment. Let their minds go and reach the highest level of creativity that they have. So, yeah, that's some strong, that's that's so strong. Hey, that's strong. (laughs) That's it, man. (laughs) Wow, that's it. 
That's it, damn man. That's it, right? It's a good way for this yeah. show to end today, man. I'm talking about the real man. That is on point. Yes. That's on yes, point. Yes, it is, son of a <laughs> You got anything you want to say on, on taking this out, uh, son of a man? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's a thrill of excitement for us who love the source of existence, to get that type of feeling, you know, about the woman and her children. You know what I mean? And the man being a responsible being to recognize the female deity of life. And in that growth yeah. period of maturity, we are coming to a consciousness and awareness that we are each other, you know, in the development of our children. So we have That's to right. have that process fine, refined, and we have to expound on it from time to time. So the children are really executing in their creative force of will. You know, they yeah. creativity and their exposure, having round knowledge, you know. So, yes, religion is definitely damaging. It is definitely a spell binding. It limits people, you know. And the type of uh, rhetoric mm-hmm. that you hear constantly is a dead-type rhetoric. You know, it's constantly about the dead. You know what I mean? It's not about yeah. the living of the now principles. It's all about something thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. You know, when yeah. real people keep coming up talking about it. But we bring now our principle of now. Our science is a now principle. And by the way, Nuwapu, Nuwabu, is a female. That's right. Got to get to it. You're going to bring this mess out. You know, so I'm tired, and everybody that listens should be tired of the total disrespect of women and children. I mean, I'm just tired of it. Correct this mess. You know what I mean? Let's correct it right. Let's do it. Let's be about it. You know? That's right. (laughs) Then the woman won't disrespect the man. And the man won't disrespect her. You see what I'm saying? We just got to get it right. Go ahead, Noble Bodie. You said be about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be about that. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know, that right, sounded Noble youthful. <laughs> see, Noble Bodie, that yeah, sounded real see. youthful. You said let's pay. <laughs> when you're around your children and your grandchildren, and those, I mean, when you're around them, you feel so good. Oh, we got a lot of background. Yeah, that's why. Oh, oh, is that me? Oh, my bad. God damn. I'm sorry. I'm standing. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Oh. I right. clicked over by mistake. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. I'm happy with my children. I'm happy with them, you know, and I'm thrilled with them, you know. And I'm telling you this, man. I am young as I can be with these children. It's exciting to me, you know. I even like to give her my daughter and cut up with her, you know, from time to time, you know. I, I mean, I just I just get excited, you know, and it, it's exciting. When you put it in that perspective, it's really exciting. Full of you, full of vigor. What is it, youthful vigor? All those statements it, aren't it, just Especially statements. when you know you got proof you was on earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. He said, we can release the pressure off of the kids. We can release the pressure off the kids. Okay? That's, that's powerful. Strong. Now, that's, that's so strong. That's strong. 
mental imprisonment, depriving them, and releasing the pressure off of them from the things that we're talking about and the things we're giving them and giving them that freedom to express and be themselves, you know, and explore and become who they're supposed to be. With no limits. Say it. That's right. No limits. Not what you thinking. Let them become who they supposed to be. No limits. They, they just got here. <laughs> what do you say that? So yes, ask and not tell. Ask them what their spirit will come from within them and tell you what it is that they're supposed to do. Ask them real early when they're just starting to talk. And they'll tell you exactly what they're supposed to be doing and on this Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, they will. They will let you know because <laughs> they just got here from the ethers, and there are things they retain from the ethers until the junk gets oh. poured into their mind. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Yes, it is, baby. They'll tell you, I know. I never. I used to always like. Amazed me when I would ask my children, my son or my daughter, something. I was like, "How do you know?" They were like, "I just know." You know, they, that's like they don't even second, they don't even second guess themselves. They just like, "I know." He used to say shit like, "I know everything." <laughs> I thought that was cute, but I was saying that what they were saying. You know, it was interesting that y'all brought that up. I was looking at this politician, you know, this cruise guy talking with his children. And he was saying things right in the church and no dad, no that that's not right. <laughs> that was amazing to me. Wow. The okay. The children was telling on him, say, Well you said that, but no, no, that's not right. No, we didn't do that. No, no, it's not like that. You know, they was telling him all that, you know, he called himself talking about the children, telling him he's supposed to be truthful and everything right. And he was lying. And the children corrected him. Wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. I was listening to that, you know, and I said, Woo. I said, listen to those children, you know. <laughs> it was coming out, you know, say, hey, no, no, that's not right. That's not, uh-uh, no, 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 it's not right. No, we did, you didn't do that. And we, no, no, we did this and we did, you know, they was, he was, I mean, like, gosh, man, he got attacked by his own children telling lies. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know the bullshit. Children know yeah. where you're bullshitting to. They know it. They came, they came on. He, I guess he said, I won't have them with the next interview. <laughs> right, cause they gonna tell the truth. They not just, they ain't got no agenda. They like, I hear you calling them bullshit. They <laughs> were telling the truth, man. I was excited listening to that. I said, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so all sorts of telling. They got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's that's what this is all about now. This is the future generations, the children, the kids, and so that they can be free. And then when we get when when as our minds get free, don't bring the baggage and put it inside of them. You know, as a parent, you say, hey. I'm not gonna let. I'm gonna let them find their way instead of giving them a bunch of knowledge and information on certain things that they're not asking about too. 
We don't want to overwhelm them or overbog their minds. Let let them become who they're supposed to be naturally. And sometimes that means some of the stuff that we have, we got to withhold it for a minute until they even ask for it. And sometimes they don't ask for it, but then watch the result in their life, and they they become that great one. <laughs> you know? You say, well, you know the, power, the power of the mind is so strong that when you're talking yeah. to a child, and the energy of your thought can penetrate that child just like the child's energy can penetrate you. Like my daughter had an experience uh, about something to eat like a pizza or something, you know, a Chinese food. I remember the conversation is so powerful within the being, the inner being thought collectively connecting to you. So then those type of thought that you have for your children, even though you're not with them, you know, there's certain ways you can even talk to your children because you have a concern for them. And that is that yeah. force that we was talking about, that science force of the mother and fathering of life and who are divine love. That type of compassion yep. and caring of the thought, a child can receive it, you know. Yes. It's like something happened and a child saw it and the thought was there, you know, from someone saying, you know, look out for things, you know, be careful on your travels and whatever. And the thought is there permeating with the being because we have an interconnecting yeah. soul, an oversoul. Interconnecting us, all of us are, the, are are in a soul essence, you know. Yes. It binds us to L. So those type of thoughts are very heavy in the weight that they go out and eat it. Yeah. So that's what we were getting to, you know, the concerns that we have for our children develop a continuity in them too, because they can feel it. Because I've had a child that's tell me, I felt what you were saying. That's you know? right. Oh yeah. I heard, I, oh I yeah. Said, you know, so that 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 eliminates the person phases and things because we are traveling and moving now in the ethers. You know, the mental powers yeah. are being restored. So that is a good right. thing about us. You know, yeah. You have the telekinetic powers anyway. I was just about to say that, Noble Bodhi. Uh, the, the four higher <laughs> senses. Yes, yeah. the four higher senses sharing them files, sharing the mind. The children, they'll connect to it, and it's the parents who slow them down. You let them stay up in there with their four higher senses, they can develop that as children. And then, like you said, you, you, you're sharing thoughts. So you've got to be careful of the thoughts that are being shared with them so that now when that telepathy is bringing them up instead of weighing them down and keep letting them keep going to their higher freedom mm-hmm. so they could continue to experience all of those senses and where the, their four higher senses are natural to them and stays natural to them. Mm-hmm. That gives them the advantage in life. We talk about giving them freedom. That gives them that advantage. Now they like, it's like nothing scary or spooky to them. This is just science. They get it as science to level right. telekinesis. Psychometry mm-hmm. and clairvoyance. clairvoyance. They able to tap right. into that, right? right. Able and they to won't do be that. victims. That's, that's right? They'll never be right. victims of this society. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they won't. I see. You know, right. I see it once again between the, my, my young three. This how they come, how they interact with one another. They are using them higher senses. They be in different rooms and you know, and and they can right. hear each other, you know, and this shit is wild. I mean, it's not wild, but you know right. what I'm saying? I, I, I can see it, but like you said, if they stay there and don't be bogged down with everything that society has for them, they won't be victimized by this. They'll be able to really see 
like have real seeing and real hearing. They can right. be, you know. That's right, baby love. Can be true. If they raise up around here, WGAD real nigga radio, it ain't possible because all we hear all day in the background is Don Nicolio or Man of the Hour or, you know, Holy <laughs> Cabbage. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Then they're not going off to any institution to be taught. We got our babies at home with us. So I just think it's beautiful to sit back and watch this new generation coming up. It's powerful. It is. Yeah. It's strong. It is, we literally yeah. got children who were raised up in WGAG, literally. Raised up here <laughs> right. every day. <laughs> you know, every oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, birthed, right, and yeah. Neff birthed one on the show, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got a few more minutes left on the show. Uh, it's an honor and pleasure being on the show today. Thanks to all the callers who called in. Uh, Chris, Umi, Hebrew Israelite, uh, A32, uh, if I forgot anybody. Hey, Neff, it's great to have you on. And Baby Love, having you on on the one, twos and producing. The baddest bitch in El Kaloom coming in and laying it on. <laughs> great time <laughs> having you and hearing you. And I wanted to say, everybody, get ready for the man of the hour. And then after that, at 9 p.m., the flashback show, continuing the all-star lineup on WGAG Radio. And then tomorrow at 12 noon, once again, the greatest show, Orbering Earth, the Don Nicoleone Show. Let's come back for that tomorrow and start it off. So y'all have a strong beginning and not a weekend. And uh, you got anything any last words, uh, Noah Bodhi? We got about two more minutes left. What I like to say is this is a great day, and this Sunday was really great. And we've been having these great days, you know, continuously seven days a week. And uh, the way that everything is coming together, it is so unique, and we know we have to say thank you to the source, still in this few creative force of will forever. And we know we have to acknowledge our order. Thank you, Mr. Cordemel Chesity. Holy Tentamanda. We always say, all gratitude and praise to the source, all salutations sent out through the balance in the universe in the ethos. Thank you for this great day, intellect, intellect, information, information, intelligence. We are so grateful to each other and new dwells in each and one of us. Let us keep on keeping on. Poor, my animal, he is with us. Ooh. Morning light, silk and dreams take light as the darkness gives way to. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. 